I'm Rizlar. I'm Frosty. As nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep, oh, there we have a bit of- Oh, is that a triple stun for the Mystic? And welcome back to the Value Pack. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Value Pack. Uh, we got not a lot of shit to talk about today. <laughs> um... No maintenance, no global labs, right? No global labs update. Um, no, no scandals. So what do we talk about? Oh, uh, we did have one scandal. What? I completely forgot. Oh, there about. was a scandal. There was what? a Tell scandal. Me. scandal. Well, was it, what was the scandal? Uh, people were a lot of people were asking about the snake butt with HP thing. Oh, that's right. That is actually. But I thought right. it, I thought it came out already that the. Yeah, it, it did come out, but there's still people that are yeah. kind of about it. We still have an opinion on it. We just glo- we could run through it super, super quick. It doesn't have to be a long discussion, because to me it's not yeah, that big a deal. But... Okay, so we will cover that. But first, I want to say a special thanks to uh, our top supporters on the Patreon, our sponsors. Uh, Bailey Nelson, Lord Carrot, and uh, Brian Andrew. Thank you to you three, especially, and everybody else that has uh, supported us on Patreon. Actually, pretty surprised that so many of you uh, were willing to help us out with that. So, thank you so much. I, we really appreciate it. Um, anyway, so snake drama. Let's get into that first, then, so that we don't forget about it. So, explain what's going on, Frosty, for people who maybe don't know about it. All right. Every single week, when you hold a castle, you lose 500 max HP. Uh, when you siege now, everyone gets 5,000 total bonus HP. Um, if you hold a castle, you lose 500. Um, and it takes like twice as long to come back. I don't know the exact... I think it's like I think it takes like two weeks for it to start coming back. And then you get 500 back every week or some bullshit. So, yeah, it's really long. Um, the, the whole point, uh, like the idea of it was to make it slightly easier for guilds to take... Um, castle holders that sit for a long time out, right? Like kind of like a handicap. Um, Snake decided to circumvent this by making a new guild called Snake But with HP, which is an adorable name. It's my it's favorite. It's hilarious, actually. <laughs> uh, I, I, I still prefer El Snake Gildo, though. If I'm being honest, El Snake Gildo, dude. But given the given the situation and the circumstances, yeah, it's, it's funny. Oh no, it's way more fitting. I'm just saying, I like old. I like the old. Uh, I like the old one better. El Snake. Um, so they made a new guild, and they all just hop into that guild, and I guess they're gonna like stay in the castle for a few weeks in one guild till the HP is back on the other, and then swap back and forth and do that sort of thing. So the controversy is, I mean, people jumped on this right because the uh, because of the whole mapping stuff, everyone was pretty excited, like, uh, uh snakes exploiting, we got him. Um, <laughs> finally got him. Did you see the clip of like Joe straight up raging on his stream about it? No. That was yeah. posted in It was posted in y'all's Discord. Frosty, how did you not see it? Hold on, I'm going to link it. I don't know. Hold on, I got to see this. Wait, Hold should, on. should we Hold play on. this on stream? I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's played on stream. Yeah, right. here. This should be it, I think. Is that it? All right. Yeah, that. All right. Let me see. And without further ado, Let's uh, get this loaded up for the recording. 
I did hit record, right? Yeah, okay, we're good, we're good. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me get the volume going. A pretty oh. serious siege mechanic that also affects whether or not your guild is grinding with a 50% grind buff for an entire set of 10 weeks, which would also net you trillions of fucking silver, you goddamn fucking dumbass. I'm sick of this shit, dude. I'm fucking sick of this hypocrisy bullshit. <laughs> trillions. Ooh. It's trillions. <laughs> what? It's trillions. It's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. 22 people got fucking permanently banned from the game. 22 people got permanently oh, banned for that bullshit. A month later, you've got the guys that were the biggest heroes. The biggest fucking... Uh, oh my god. Alright, so... <laughs> that's hilarious. That, that, that beginning, like, 7 seconds to 10 seconds. So, Frosty, I think you should change your, uh, your sub-sound... To just be trillions. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So I, I'm just gonna say this. I don't like it. I don't think they should do it. Um, I do think it's circumventing the intention. Um, I do not think it's remotely close to what mapping was at all. And uh, yeah. case in point, because like I, I could see the argument of like you know it's going to net them fifty percent drop rate buff, blah 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 blah. So you know Snake with HP took their big fat five thousand HP buff, went to Valencia yesterday and lost to Filter and Vertex. I mean, um, I don't know, man. It doesn't guarantee remotely anything at all. Uh, but again, nope. I, I just feel like, mm, I mean, again, I don't like it. It should be patched out. I don't think anyone should be banned or anything. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Shade, I just Shade don't see like, this remotely close to the same thing, like whatsoever. Shade, yeah, really Shade, Shade is in chat and he's like, I mean, I don't have castle buff. Where are my trillions? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man. Uh, this. So, I, I, I. I think so there's two sides to this. I do think that the the whole thing where you continue to have basically the debuff on you once you're out of castle is like harsh. I think it's a little too harsh honestly. Um but I do agree that probably shouldn't be jumping guilds to avoid it. I think you just deal with it and then you tell the people that I we know you have connections to you because you have a bunch of people in like the partner discord and all kinds of stuff in circles. You could tell people, hey, like this is not a this is not cool. Like this debuff is really harsh for when you get out of the castle. It's fucking insane. Um I get while you're in the castle, I think it makes sense, but they just went a little overboard, I think, with the, the post castle owning. Um that being said, yeah, it's not even remotely the same, and you're actually delusional if you think it is, and sorry if I hurt people's feelings by saying that, but it is not remotely the same thing. It is just not.
Um, yeah, so Shade mentioned this basically. Um, it's 11 weeks to get back to normal HP. It's 500 per week, and it starts the week after they lost the castle. Yeah, that's almost three months, bro. At, that you're at a disadvantage. Awful. That you're at a disadvantage fighting every other guild. All because of a 50%, you know, rare drop increase. So, all right. Yeah, my... that, like, that's insanity, dude. And also, like, not to, like, I, I don't want to be a snake simp here or anything, but, like, you are it's already, late. like, a bit of a fucking punishment in owning a castle. Not for snake, because all they do is, like, grind and, well, they're, they're what do they call them now? Pilots. Oh, they're they pilots grind. Kind of thing. Yeah, they're pilots grind, but you can't PvP exactly. Like when you own a castle, dude, you're already getting punished because you can't fucking node war in this fucking game where all you can do is node war. Yeah, it doesn't make but sense. I mean, and now they're there's an double punishing you because you can merc, right? No, not when you own a castle. No, right? Yeah, you, you cannot merc when you own a territory. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's something I didn't know because no, I haven't actually, been Castle Siege Guild in a while. No, I've actually been in Maywa too long. Forgot the rules yeah. of uh, large scale. Yeah. That's no, what I'm saying. Like, dude, it's, it's like, I mean, I know, like, money, yeah, is cool. Uh, like, most people in Siege Guilds, I would even bet a lot of people, I don't know about most, but a lot of people in Snake probably want to PvP. I mean, in. It just sucks that, like, whenever you own a castle, you can't. And then now, because you were successful and you owned a castle for a long time, you finally get taken out of the castle and you're still being punished for success. Like, in what fucking universe does that make sense? It's just so strange to me. Yeah. I mean, so here's my stance on it. Like, I get where Joe's coming from, as theatrical and dramatic as that clip was. I get it. Hey, Tom, um, man, that wasn't, he wasn't being dramatic at all. That's yeah. That's probably more close to normal. But um, <laughs> I get where he's coming Toxic. from. I understand. I don't. I don't agree with them swapping guilds. And yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking to be siding with uh, Snake by any means. I think it's hilarious the name and all that. I and I'm going to openly admit I have some prior biases on this whole mechanic. I think the five k HP mechanic is a fucking dog shit mechanic it should not be involved at all in this game at any capacity and on top of that knowing that there's basically 10 to 11 weeks where they have of recovery time come on let it only affect the actual day of the siege and you know like if they're holding the castle and then when you lose it it just resets like why did they have to be punished for 11 weeks for just holding the territory like I understand what their attempt was. Their attempt was to prevent people from being able to hold the castle indefinitely. And I get that. But there's better ways to go about it. I just don't agree with the whole HP mechanic. Well, also, you have to think about what the 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 like the punishment even after, the HP reduction after you're out of a castle was meant to do. It was meant to prevent a guild-like snake from being taken out of the castle after you know 20 weeks of being in it, and then the next week just showing up and taking it again. Yeah, but it's like, it's like, dude. At that point, like, they just earn it back. Yeah, like I'm. But, so, yeah, I know that's people. Exactly right. I know people. I know people hate that. Like when guilds do this, when you work up this giant alliance to kick like a man up or a snake or a whatever out they, of a castle that they've been in for so long, and then they just show up two weeks later and take it back. Yeah, it's like uh, they, they they put they, in mechanics they, into the PvP scene 
for Siege and whatnot to support political play, you know, like as far as like, you know, just not going in on your opponent and killing them and, you know, just working together in conjunction by focusing down gates and other objectives, uh, making sure that if you're being pushed, the other guilds are pushing. Like it's, that's all built into the game. That's why, for example, whenever you would have a spy coming to your guild and somehow they got uh, Whoa. officer status. So what the fuck keyboard, was that? My keyboard <laughs> rack fell. Um, cat sat on it. Fat ass. But, um, yeah, whenever they, uh, whenever the, the GMs, uh, remember when that big whole scandal happened where people were taking all the the, G, the guild funds and they were basically buying a whole bunch of uh, siege equipment and then destroying it, basically ruining a guild's uh, economy? Like, that kind of stuff, a GM would come in back basically, sorry, choose better on your members that you give officer and, you know, make sure you don't, you know, like guild politics and spying and stuff like that is essentially encouraged in some form of fact uh, some form of ha fashion but um so i mean I, I don't know and in that kind of respect it's like you you need to be able to you know come up with some sort of strategy to beat your opponent like i get it that there's some impossible matchups especially with castles as strong as they are like it's really easy to defend and you basically go into a fucking shredder um, you know, just a pure meat grinder for hours on end sometimes. And no amount of gear can sometimes make the difference. I get that. But that's that's you know an issue with development. They need to fix that too. Like definitely not giving it a pass. I don't like the HP mechanic. I think that's fucking awful too. It just like a lot of people have had suggestions that just remove castles entirely and make it just like an open world fight or an open uh castle fight, like uh Balanos or Serendia, rather than actually having physical castles. Then you, you know don't have all this do? problem. You just don't have the problem with how the siege equipment is, too. Like, Choice was talking about this as well. Basically, like, then you, if you need to depend on siege equipment, and what if they buff the siege equipment too strong to compensate to allow attackers to actually, you know, breach the gates and actually do significant damage to a castle holder? Then you make so much reliance on the siege equipment and not enough reliance on your actual gear, which you're grinding for and stuff like that. You're not reinforcing the whole point of the game is to progress. Instead, you just buy something with guild funds and then that helps you win your fight. Um, so I don't know. It's like there's a whole bunch of mixed feelings I have about this. I agree. I think it is a form of circumventing the system. Unfortunately, the GMs don't, the developers and GMs don't view it as an exploit. It just is what it is. Here, um, here, here's kind of my thing. I just want to talk about this because the word, I mean, people, this, the word exploit, I think, I, I still think people confuse exploit with like hacking a lot. Yeah. So when they hear hack, so by definition, it, it is an exploit, like by just the very base definition of the word. But that doesn't mean that it's the same level of like wrongdoing at, at at all like unfortunately yeah, like levels. yeah exploit is not black and white so it's like it's just i don't know it's it's not the same thing um one of them is like hey i'm i, I don't know it's just to to me it's not as big of a deal but i could see why um 
if you were a mapper, why why you'd be really excited by this and think like, oh, we got them. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's definitely not the same. I yeah, agree it's it's not the same. And like whether they view it as an exploit or not is kind of their prerogative as far as like the developers or cacao. I don't know if the developers themselves have given a word. Like that's the thing that's interesting with cacao themselves is like, so while cacao may say it's not an exploit, the developers could view it as one and still just patch it out. You know, because they design the system themselves. So I, I doubt when they design the system, they're like, yeah, no, if people figure out you can just swap guilds, that's fine. So I, I imagine now maybe it's brought to their attention and they'll patch it out eventually, would be my guess in some way. At least patch out the, the capability. Um, but yeah. That's all really. Is there anything else on um, this one? I just thought of something. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm not the first person to think about this, but what if they removed the HP buff off of everyone except for, like, Valk, Warrior, Striker, Mystic? Kuno? And then I'm in. You know? <laughs> and Kuno? Would that, would that destroy, like, Siege Balance, you think? I, feel like Res I think those are the only question. four classes that I, I could really make an argument that really need it. Wait, what's this for? No, he, if he, they remove the HP buff off of everyone except for Valk, Warrior, Striker, Mystic. Wait, why those classes? Because they fucking suck in large scale. Hello? What about all the flex? Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess that's fine. No, fuck that. No, it has to be even across the board. Why are we like this mechanic shouldn't even exist? Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, to to me, like balancing the classes individually <laughs> would be a better idea than yeah, yeah, a flat siege like, buff. Here's here's the obvious thing. I mean, but they obviously PA don't want to do that. But PA, the but none yeah, of the, P, all right. PA needs to be removed. Like that's that's would clear up a lot of the problems that happens with siege because then you can have more classes that are able to actually get in there and actually participate in deal damage or survive more or whatever the case is. It's just right now all these other classes are so focused around whether or not they can get a PA to survive the large-scale ball, and that's it. If you have enough, like, say, for example, if PA is in there, then you have classes like range classes that'll be really strong in um, a variety of different areas, and then you melee classes actually be able to get in there and actually do a lot of AoE damage. Uh, which is why, like, Guardian, for example, is really strong right now. is because it just it does a lot of AoE damage, and it's tanky as fuck. It can survive. It can deal the damage. A lot of these other classes, like Flex classes and whatnot, they have to be away from the ball and stuff like that, which is fine. That's their design. But, like, Warrior, for example, that has to play like a Flex right now. Originally, it was more like a Brawler. Um, then you have uh, other classes, like Zerker, that has to play like a Flex now because of how its kit is. I mean, when, when used to be a brawler. the thing is with Castle Siege is like every class that's not Archer, Wiz, Witch, Guardian kind of is lumped into the same boat. Even though I know like in Node Wars, like the flex classes are really, really OP. But in like Medaya, Calpheon, Valencia, like their their importance is reduced dramatically. I mean, it's not like you can sit there and stop rebuilds on a fucking fort in Calpheon. It's just so hard. So I I don't know. The HP thing to just them wouldn't really make sense to me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, HP just to them wouldn't make sense. 
But yeah, I agree. I don't really like the HP mechanic too much either. Like, at, at least like I I didn't mind like the Node War one being five hundred. Maybe Siege should have been like a thousand. The five thousand just seems crazy. It's yeah. a lot. I just I don't. I agree that it's wrong. I don't necessarily like the fact that they're doing it. I'm just not gonna sit here and say that them getting a castle buff and actually fighting for a castle on fair and equal terms is an exploit. Come that on. is that is kind of the irony, right? Yeah, it's like how so you a fair fight to you is an exploit because they because they managed to hold their castle. I'm like like honestly, the argument is it's too easy for them to hold it because castles are too strong. Is that not the real true argument? So if that's a problem, blame the mechanic of how castles are with siege. The fact that they're wanting to fight you on fair terms in terms of HP because it takes them 10 to 11 weeks to recover fully. There's no argument there. I don't see that. I don't think it's right that they do that in order to circumvent what was designed, but I don't think it's right that that, that mechanic is even there to begin with. So that's why like, I understand where Joe's coming from with his you know, anger towards the situation, but uh, it's just not... You know, it's not the same thing like you were saying. All right. Shall we move on? Yep. All right. Let's get into the made-up topic. And for, up for the record, if they ban 23 snake members, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, all right. The real topics. You want to start us off, Rez? What do you... Oh, it... well, we just have... the that you came up with off the top of your head, right? So let me read this because you, you worded it well enough to where I don't want to try and re-explain it in a different way. Okay. So of all the MMOs, why do you guys think BDO is the most hated? Among all non-BDO players and even some BDO players, the game is viewed as terrible, bad, or could have been good. But other MMOs are remembered fondly. So one, why is this? And two, after we all quit, will we look back at it fondly? Let me answer that second question. Yes. Yeah, I, I should have also I should have worded it one of the, not the most, because there are no absolutes, right? But it definitely gets a lot of hate. Alright, so you think yes, we'll remember it fondly. Even yeah, nostalgia is a hell of a drug. We always look back on the past through rose tinted glasses. I'm trying to remember Anthem fondly though, and uh, the first like <laughs> the first time you flew, hello. That shit was so sick. And then the second, I time, I remember the it first wasn't. time I flew, I was like, "Holy shit, dude! I'm never playing another game again." And then 30 minutes later, I was like, "Can I really don't want to play this anymore?" Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's it is like the nostalgia feel, like you said. Honestly, like that's how I feel about it because, like, I remember like. Diablo 2 is a prime example of that. Something I go back to every once in a while, but then I remember that I fucking hate the grind. It's just only grinding, grind, 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 grind. How much, how many fucking uh, uniques can you get the drop kind of thing? It's like, that's nice and all, but I, it's the reason why I stopped playing it to begin with. Plus, there was a lot of hackers and stuff because um, they weren't really paying attention to it. One of the things, it anymore. One of the things that made me think of this is uh, I was just for, uh, like down memory lane sake, I was playing Terra because the it's the old good old fashioned Trinity. It's got a healer tank, like the whole dungeon thing, like traditional MMOs. And yeah, I, I was playing it. The full, and full I, traditional setup. Yeah, I joined a guild in there, 
And then they ask, like, oh, what, what MMOs do you normally play or would you come from? And I was like, oh, I play BDO. And then it was just like, LOL, what a shit game. Why do you play that trash? And I'm like, I, uh? I don't know. It's just so, it just is like, it reminded me of, like, if you look at the reviews or, like, in, like, Reddit MMO, just, like, a general consensus or people that quit. Like, usually when people quit a game, it's like, oh, work came up, this came up, I'm just bored or whatever. You know, I've been playing this too long. But with M with BDO, I feel like it's it's always, like, this animosity, this, like, I rage left, fuck this game, you know, whatever. And I, I just thought it was kind of interesting. I think there's just, yeah, a lot of that is why most people feel angry with BDO it's just like their RNG sucks and they're just like I fucking hate this game because I didn't win I didn't get where I wanted to be in other MMOs it probably you know kind of just died out from boredom rather than you know frustration well Terra has a I lot of RNG I mean it's actually interesting seeing some of the enhancement system Terra is like Terra's enhancement system is is fairly similar it even like downgrades your shit once you get to a certain point and it doesn't tell you the percent chance on most things. Some things do that it'll succeed. So you just are guessing and hoping. I don't yeah. know. It's kind of weird. It, it almost is. It's like the exact same. Like old thing, school video. Like. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's it's very strange to me. I, I think like when I look back, I mean, I, I enjoy the game very much. And I, I know like it has faults. And every game I've ever played, I've, I've always felt like, man, I wish this had blank whatever it is like in this game i wish there was like bosses with unique boss mechanics that i could go with three people or five people and fight and it would be hard and a fun fight and i could do it and it, i could either do that or grind like i could ch kind of choose you know yeah um but i don't know man the animosity is just it's crazy to me yeah so I mean much hatred Reza, you were around in the old days. One of my theories is that it started around the value, the time the original value pack came out in the Pearl Shop. Yeah, so I can let me take you down memory lane for me. Mm -hmm. So BDO comes out, it's a fucking hit, right? Everybody's playing it. Like, this is the new WoW killer, which they say about every MMO. Pretty much. And, and then uh, it, uh, they all flop. <laughs> but this one actually had a lot of, like, quite a few people playing it and quite a bit of hype around it and everything else. Yeah. And so, at the start, there was absolutely zero pay-to-win or pay-to-convenience aside from, like, pets and weight. Like, there was no value pack. I'm, I'm just making sure people who maybe haven't played for a long time know this background. There was no value pack. There's no camel blessing. There was no uh, what else do we have nowadays? That's all like Costumes beta convenience. That you could the book, the book didn't exist. You you didn't have maids. Maids didn't exist. Yeah, maids and oh my god. Uh, what else is there? Pets didn't exist at the very very beginning, right? No, I, I'm pretty sure they did. I'm did almost they? positive they did. Yeah. Maybe uh, so did, maybe that so was did, when I was I was too poor to buy pets. So did costumes, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't really remember too much about the pets, but I'm almost positive they did exist. But costumes I don't think anybody did exist, but they were not in the sense that you could extract Krons and Val uh, Valkyries. Correct. That's what I was about to point out is that 
costumes did exist, but you couldn't sell them for money on marketplace. Yeah, there was none of that. You couldn't too. you couldn't extract them for fail stacks, uh, or you know, Valk's blessings or anything like that, or uh, Cron stones or anything like that. Um. Oh, pets. Oh, were there, that's right. Pets yeah, were there, you but you couldn't smash them to agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, once you bought your pet, like that was it. I think yeah. that's correct. So anyway, so. People were pretty hype about it. There was one thing that people were upset about, and it's probably why I still hold such animosity about it to this day. Uh, there was one item in the cash shop that people were upset about, and that was the ghillie suit. People were <laughs> like, wait, this ghillie suit is actually just pay to win because it just it hides your fucking name, makes you almost invisible. Which, by the way, when you're fighting in goddamn Treant Forest and you're trying to find this fucking tamer oh. or this fucking ranger, it actually yeah. does make them invisible. And we didn't like, have it's, opti it's back then. <laughs> yeah, it actually does make them fucking impossible to see. So that was cancer. That and uh, there's actually, I think the number one, or like the number two post on Reddit, I think is still someone complaining about the ghillie suit. Let me check, actually. I think uh, it I might mean, still be. the ghillie suit is hated, but... Wait, no, yeah, actually, point, you said you said there was no opti mode back then. Is that true? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was no optimization mode back then. Yep, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh yeah, that's right, Frosty. You weren't you weren't there during all that. Yeah, I, I Two, played three, four, the, five. the Dark Ages. Well, I played when um <laughs> I played like right. I want to say it was like the week Musa came out. I played for like three or four days, but my computer at the time could not handle the game whatsoever. I had like a really really old PC. So I stopped playing, and then the the time I actually picked it up and started playing like for good was right around the time Dark Knight Awakening was coming out. So I kind of missed all of that cool stuff. So this Reddit post was, it's now currently the number six all time, but it was number one for quite a while. It's four years ago. This was like, I think, like maybe just a couple months after the game launched, I think. So it says, unfortunately, I believe it's time to, it says time to goodbye. I think it means time to say goodbye, guys. The ghillie suit is just ruining it for me. I'm colorblind and have some real issues keeping up when stuff is moving about the screen rapidly. I have no issue with this when it comes to normal players as the nameplates are white and very easy to keep track of. But when fighting in a grassy area against someone with a hidden nameplate, I just sadly can't see what's going on and it is completely game breaking for me. I was getting so excited for this game. I was hyped about PvPing while grinding and truly experiencing 1v1s. But with the ghillie suit, it's just game-breaking. I spent money on the game. I don't understand why I'm being punished for not dropping another $30 on a pretty necessary PvP item in a PvP game. No matter how skilled I am, if I'm fighting someone with a hidden nameplate, I am at a disadvantage. So this sparked, like, hella fucking, uh, like, debate in, like, the community. And I think most people thought, that the ghillie suit was like kind of kind of op kind of pay to win kind of necessary if you were going to pvp back in the yeah. day uh so people were pretty upset about it but nobody was like quitting over it really and then it was when frosty you said the value pack came out that was like when the first like huge wave of people were like this game is officially gone pay to win and i'm not gonna play it anymore and I like this was before like Steam. This was uh this was a huge blow to like the player base. Like there were actually a lot of people that left the game because of it, which was interesting to see. 
because now when you say like, oh, the value pack is pay to win, people look at you like you're crazy because they have Stockholm syndrome, basically. And they refuse to admit that it's pay to win and just scream that it's pay to convenience! It's pay to convenience! <laughs> so it's pretty hilarious to me that I, I really can, like that. Uh... All the people, all the people that were upset about it left. And so now the only people that still play are people who don't think it's pay to win or just don't care enough to argue about. It's just kind of funny to me. Hey, but all, uh, all I know is that my friend Bloom has more gear than all everyone except for me in this discord. He doesn't pay for value packs. Hey man, good for him. Uh, uh. I mean, it's people like to take pay to win so literally. Like, it doesn't mean literally you pay and you win. It means you get an advantage, which everything in this game is pay for an advantage. People just say pay to convenience because they don't want to admit that you gain an advantage from spending money in this game. You do. Every enhancement chance you get on a player who doesn't spend is an advantage, even if it fails. Like, you're still getting an advantage on them. It evens out because of RNG, but you're gaining an advantage on them by being able to enhance more. It's just how it works. Well, I think the thing with yeah, with him, I mean, with him, for example, it's you, you can he can just buy it from the loyalty shop. Is his thing? Yeah, yeah, you can if you want to. I mean, you get if you play for a really long time, you get a lot of loyalty. If you've bought all the loyalty weight, I don't think there's really anything else to spend your loyalty on. So, might as well. In the old days, we had a really cool Black Spirit board game that gave us loyalty. You remember that, dude? Oh, yeah, I do remember I, that. That was that was pretty badass. So the game, like, I think a lot of people left then, and they were upset because they felt that they were lied to. Because they were like, this game's not pay to win. It's not going to be pay to win. And I'm really looking forward to it because this is going to be, like, the wow killer. You know, they were promised, like, grand year. And instead, they got the value pack, and they felt betrayed by it. And then these feelings are only doubled upon by the absolutely cancerous enhancement system that this game has that makes people quit on the daily uh, I mean, and does not give people good memories. Well, I do want to say, it too. Also is enhanced, it also is enhanced the by... The enhancement argument is no longer... Wait, wait, wait real quick, before we get to the enhancement thing, I, I want to make one more point on the value pack. I, th I think the other thing, too, is that... Uh, and I wasn't here for the early days. So, like, if you come into BDO and you see the value pack, if you played any other MMO, you're like, oh, like, every single MMO has some sort of subscription fee. Which is kind of yeah. what the value pack is closest to, right? It's like a right, like a subscription fee, and like wow, you can't even participate if you don't pay it. In in like Terra or Ion, in Terra, it's basically you can fast travel with it, and you can't without it, so you're basically fucked. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. But let's let's. So, I, so let's... I'm saying it's it's something that like I think most people are are used to because now when people join yes. the game at the time i understand like people would be angry because the game is expensive but now the game is five or ten dollars and then there's a value pack so it kind of doesn't you're like oh okay you don't even think about it i i feel yeah. like but again it's those players feeling betrayed because again and you already pointed out that it was expensive back then you have these players that spent sixty dollars on this game you know like forty sixty dollars on this game and then they get inside and they're like wait my character looks like ass how do I make my character not look like ass? Oh, I got to drop another $30 to have my character not look like a goddamn homeless person? Uh, they had dye boxes, dude. What are you, what are you talking about? Yeah, Man, but... They, they washed up on shore. Your character washed up on shore. Don't, the don't dye boxes... It's so funny. People, like, 
like die boxes are such a relic of the past because now everybody <laughs> just has a value pack. But back in the day, before the value pack existed, you bought fucking uh, die boxes that would give you a random die and hope that you got the color that you wanted. <laughs> they are indeed the die. Yeah. Well, and know, then, right? and then it was a one-time use. Yeah. So, for instance, my character, I use the Tantu armor, but I have it dyed all like black, white, and gray. Like, you know, black, white, and a bunch of colors in between. So that would mean if I wanted like three pieces to be black, which was the hardest fucking color to get, by the way, I would have to buy RNG boxes and get three blacks, not one, but three blacks out of this RNG box that had probably like 30 colors in it. Now, was Insane. the, the MERS palette out before, like the MERS stuff before the value pack? No. Okay, so it came with. Believe, so you I had. I believe to, MERS came with the value pack, if I remember correctly. Not not MERS, but like the dies. Sorry, the individual dies. What do you mean, the individual dies? The dies that you would buy. You'd buy the box to get a die. The one, the thing you just explained yeah. five yeah, seconds. Yeah, that ago. was that was that was from launch. Yeah, that's how okay, it was. That came out on launch. So is it not? Could one not argue? How could you not see <laughs> the fucking awful future that was in store for you when you had to buy RNG die boxes that were one-time yeah, use? Yeah, that's... Well, because no one wanted to do that. That's why they didn't really care about it. But yeah, no, I agree. Do you also remember the old... Definitely foreshadowing. Do you remember the old skill resets, too? I don't think... I think most people don't even remember this, but there was not a 30-day, like, your full skill reset. You had to buy individual skill resets that would, like, undo yeah. a single skill. Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised you remember that, Frosty. I know, dude, because I had some left over from when I very first started. It like changed right as I started playing. I think those went away, like as I started playing seriously. Hmm. Oh, it was good times, dude. Yeah, it was like a good red times. little orb thing where you right clicked it and then you choose yep. a skill yeah. and it unstucks yep. that yep. skill. Yep. <laughs> That shit was so bad. Yeah, and if you were level fifty, now it's up to fifty. People don't realize you can you can like swap your skills out until you hit level fifty eight, I believe. And then before it used to be level fifty five. <laughs> if you were like fifty six and had your awakening, you couldn't do it anymore. Show was toxic. So um, anyway, yeah, people. Basically, what it came down to is people were already frustrated because of the just general frustration the game causes with its RNG, right? This is a very RNG heavy game. I think everyone can agree on that, right? Like this game is brutal with its RNG. Um and especially back then when like you couldn't just go to the marketplace and buy a fucking boss weapon for like, you know, grinding it goddamn polysaurus for 5 hours. Like that was not a thing you could do. Uh yeah. so people were upset with the RNG. They paid $60, then they had to pay another $30 for a costume. They had to pay money for pets that they didn't want to pick up their loot, which it wasn't as bad as it is now because there wasn't tears. And then the value pack comes out and they feel betrayed, basically, because they've already spent this money and all this time and gone through this like annoyance of an enhancement system. And now it's becoming pay to convenience, I suppose. And people were really pissed about it. And so I think that's where most of the the animosity comes from well, in I, all honesty i think there's a second wave though all right so fast forward now to well there to is my yeah time. i can i can tell you what the second <laughs> wave is fast forward to, to my time so people get over people get over, there's like the server merge all this shit happens people start getting over the value pack thing the game starts growing again then it launches on steam everyone's hype some it's playing games picking up steam and then all of a sudden 
Uh, costume melting. Now I remember, like costume when costume melting first came out, it it brought us like my guild at the time was hex. This is before, I believe this is before we met you guys, Reslar. Right, the, Probably, the costume yeah. melting thing that so. came out. I think so. Yeah. When that happened, that brought us from like a hundred percent of our node wars. We were able to bring sixty people to like we could only bring like twenty five or thirty. Yeah. Yep. Like it wasn't even just people quit the game, but people like kind of were like, uh, like they were so like on the fence if they were going to quit or not that they just weren't even participating in activities. And I, man, I just remember getting in a like. Everyone just thought immediately, like, well, now um, there's going to be 200, 300 people that are just full pen tomorrow, and there's nothing we can do about it. And we're just going get, to get clapped. We're not going to be able to defend our grind Didn't spots. Happen. Which actually did not. There's, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's like there were definitely people that hit pen. But, you know, it's so funny, too, because the um, so many people had costumes from rerolling. Like, I, I know I was one of these people. Like, I had all these costumes just kind of yeah, sitting in a graveyard a from, from classes. Jesus. Jesus Christ, Nayashi. Dude, why do you hold your keyboard with your left hand when you're playing video <laughs> My game? fucking keyboard. Like, I fucking broke it recently, and it's been loose ever since. I'm trying to fix it. Um, I, I, lost my, I lost my train of thought. Uh, where was oh, I? Oh, only uh, sudden noises and loud noises, uh, you know, make you lose your train of thought. Yeah. Fucking Nayashi, dude. Um... Yeah, but it, it was that it was oh yeah, people thought that it was just gonna be instantly like full pen players, but um there's like the pent up fucking costumes that people had melted. Cause I, I remember like arguing with people beforehand, like when we knew it was coming, I was just like I was worried and I was concerned, but I, I didn't care as much as everyone else because I was just like it it was so expensive at the time. Because now now they've made it easier, but it used to be you would only get what, like a hundred or something. You didn't even get that many cronstones. You had to melt so many at first, yeah. But the, yeah. the cost of croning to pen was a lot cheaper too. It no. was it's proportional to what it is now. No, no, it wasn't cheaper at first. Remember, like, uh, they they ended up making it like it it changed based on the value of the item. Remember when the central market first came out, the crons actually got cheaper for a while. And then it like slowly went back up, or they had to like manually adjust it. it actually, wasn't that cheap to cron, like early on. Um, anyway, it was it was just maybe funny because maybe I have that wrong. The evidence was like I, I just remember like the people that all said like, "Look, everyone's just gonna be hitting pens." And the day that shit came out, like the fucking enhancement feed was going nuts. But part of yeah. it was so many people had costumes saved up just from like three two two and a half three years of playing bdo that they weren't using anymore melted i i mean i had a bunch man like i was able to actually get in like three or four pen attempts just from like classes i don't play anymore um i didn't get shit from it sadly yeah. but yeah um but yeah it didn't really play out the way i think people thought it did uh i i also think it had this weird side effect that I actually think was, in as weird as this sounds, that was kind of positive. Until that time, I don't think people people were so afraid to go for pen. And then I feel like people started going for pen and realized like it's not actually that bad. Yeah, I mean the the thought of spending all your money on crons and whatnot um initially probably felt awful but when you could do it in the form of costumes because you could actually get more out of your silver 
for Krons based on the costume extraction. It actually in, kind of incentivized people. And actually, it's a pretty healthy system. Mind you, it is a form of pay to win for some people, but it's like, that's really not that massive from, from you know, actual practical, um, you know, experiences that I've seen people talk about how much they actually make from it. It's just a decent amount, but it's, it doesn't put you that far ahead, in my opinion. So here, now, unless you get a system like, uh, whatchamacallit, um, Biohacks, he has a pretty solid system, but he, he earns it, like, as far as putting in a lot of fucking effort, enhancing it all himself, um, using the crowns and whatnot. So it takes a lot of time to build up all that. So I had a guildie that I would go back and forth with. Because oh, the other thing for me that I didn't seem like that big a deal is I, I was always scratching my head on it because I was like, dude, you guys have been completely okay with artisans for the last two and a half years. And now we're absolutely like, this is the line that we draw. And I remember a friend of mine that was... Cairo? No, 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 no. A different friend of mine that was making the argument. I don't want to name his name, but he was he was arguing about why it was busted. And here was his argument. He said, it's not fair that someone could start the game, spend a few thousand dollars and catch up to where I am. Like in just a matter of like a month or two months. Um, I had to work like for as long as I did to get this gear. But the irony was that this dude had paid like $1,500 just on artisan memories. And I was like, dude, yeah, I don't that's... think you hear yourself right now. Yeah, and on top of that, that's not true. A couple thousand dollars will not get you to like full tet status. It just dude, it, it was crazy to like, it, if you like mathed out like the average amount of attempts it would take to to hit a pen, because you had to, you still had to factor in that you needed a fail stack and whatever. But even if you went on the like bare minimum, like one tenth stack, the average is whatever, some, somewhere in the 20s. At the time, it was like, it was going to be like three or $4,000 per item to get to pen, like on average. And if your RNG is bad, like if you had like DeJules RNG, it was going to be closer to like eleven or $12,000 per item. Yeah, it was going to be pretty awful. So it was just, I, I don't know, at the time, it just didn't bother me that much. But it was, there was definitely a mass exodus. And it happened around the same time that the whole like, lease web thing was going on too like it was all kind of within a few months of each other so the game was like a fucking ghost town for a while after that so i think there's a lot of people from that era too my my uh <laughs> in a nutshell there's a lot of people from that point of time that quit the game and will forever have animosity towards bdo yep um to go back to something you said at the beginning, though, because I think you specifically wanted to talk about this because you know it could ruffle my jimmies. Okay. Uh, I am one of the people who does believe that this game is like 90% wasted potential, in all honesty. Okay. Um, Explain. I don't, I don't know if I would say it's a bad game. Like, the, the, the thing with saying something is bad is it's like it's so fucking subjective. Mm -hmm. Like, there's hardly anything that is objectively bad. Like, you know, pedophiles. I think we can objectively say those are bad. I, I don't know if there's too many things we can objectively say are bad. Like, Nazis. Okay, we can agree. Uh, well, maybe we can't. Some people can't. Um, <laughs> I think it's... I think BDO is a good game. But I do believe it has a lot of wasted potential. Because it 
for some reason has just refused to go into the like PVE department, which they've started to kind of be like, hey, there's this whole group of like MMO players that don't play our game because we don't have any content that suits them. And it seems like they're starting to try and do something about it, like with the tower and with like the some of the like more uh, group oriented spots and things like that. But like, like this is this game. If you don't PvP, isn't even really an MMO. Like honestly, it doesn't feel like one anyway. Um, so I don't know. It just feels wait, like wait, there's wait. a lot of ways. And the PvP also, like, dude, the PvP is the only reason I play this game, but. The PvP is, like, it, it's been ruined by, like, the shitty servers, the shitty, like, infrastructure. And I know that it's improved over the years, and thank God for that. Because at the beginning, you couldn't even play the fucking game, basically. We were just too, like, ignorant to understand that what was happening wasn't supposed to happen. We just thought it was like, oh, that's normal, when it was not. But, like, I don't know, man. I just feel like everything they've done has been, like, okay, but... Like, it could have been so much more. Like, how many times have we said, like, yeah, cool idea, Perlibus, but Jesus Christ, that implementation. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, everything they do just about is like, okay, that's a pretty cool idea, but you, like, completely fucked it on the execution. That's, like, literally the definition of wasted potential. And I don't know, it's just this game is, like, plagued with it, in my honest to God opinion. I mean, I feel similar with like the certain things that have potential that are are missed. Like, I I don't think it's that hard to make a three v three or one v one arena with ladders and ranks. I I don't know what the holdup is there. I I feel like everyone on every server would be down for it. Like, there's stuff like that, but I don't at all. I don't remotely agree that this is a bad game. I actually think like post WoW because WoW kind of. Like, I didn't say it was a bad. Game. I said it was a good game. Don't you fucking put words in my mouth? I said it's a good game. I I mean. Okay, you start off with I don't want to say it's a bad game. Those were your words. Yeah, but because I think there are a lot of people that have a very like a very like valid arguments that it is a bad game. But the whole point of me opening with that is that what is bad is subjective to me. In this game, all I give a shit about is PvP, and the PvP in this game is fantastic. So to me, this is a good game. Right. But to other people, it's a bad game for various okay. reasons, whether they don't like pay to win or whatever else. Okay, I got you. I got you. Let me get to my point. So I, I think the game is a is, I legit think outside of WoW, which like kind of innovated everything, this is, this is the best MMO, <laughs> that has been out. Like I, I think that there's a lot of things I would do differently, but I've felt like that in literally every game I've ever played. That I wish, like, oh, it had this or this or this or like, like Blade and Soul. I wish was way more optimized. I wish the arenas weren't full of bots. I wish the PVE wasn't impossible to level up. Like, when you reroll a class, it took fucking forever to level up. Then I hated that the enhancement system was like pretty harsh in that game. But also, every three months, your gear became completely obsolete. So while there's things I I don't like and i wish were better like i wish there was some more pve stuff and i wish there was more important pvp stuff i do think node war hits the nail on the head it's really good and it's important and it feels impactful but i wish there was like more 1v1 2v2 3v3 kind of competitive arena that actually was like built into the game and mattered but i still think there's so much with the game that that is good like i actually feel the opposite about the enhancement system 
I feel like it can be cancer, but you can play it in a way that's not by just like actually saving up and having mats and doing enhancements like the proper way. And on average, people get their enhancements eventually, or you have the option if you don't like the system to buy. Like there's a, I don't know. And the economy, the way the economy works has been like kind of insane. Like yeah. I'm trying to think of a game where just like raw gold or silver drop that comes out when the game launches still holds value four years later is actually nuts. Yeah, they did a really well-rounded economy, especially like incorporating, you know, things that people don't necessarily like, but, you know, they well-rounded it, um, like the uh, costumes and whatnot, how they're also built into the economy, where it's not like this massive, oh, people that buy costumes are just going to be so far ahead of you, and that's just not true. You can just grind buy the silver or get the silver to buy the costumes and use it to enhance you can further yourself based on rng you know people have excelled through that way now more cases than not they don't but uh, another one of my big biases too is like i i actually i enjoy hack and slash way more than i enjoy like pulling one mob and that has like these mechanics that are kind of good the first time you do it but then stupid the next 50 million times you have to do it so like i I've always enjoyed the whole, like, grab a giant pack of mobs and kill them. Like, kind of Diablo-style hack and slash, yeah. you know? I actually enjoy that. I do want, would love the option, but I've uh, <laughs> conceded this game will never be good at AI for whatever reason. They The devs just haven't figured that shit out. But, yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I think outside of, like, WoW, which is kind of like the Beatle, it's kind of like a band, right? Like, what do you think's the best band? And you have to, like, well, the Beatles obviously first. But after that, because they were the first, I for me, it's I think BDO is, like, overall the best MMO with, like, the most, like... I don't know. I, I actually think there's so much to do. I, everyone acts like there's nothing to do. But, I mean, there's people that enjoy bartering. There's people that enjoy grinding. There's people that enjoy just enhancing. People that enjoy life yeah. skilling. And there's, like, a million ways to do life skilling. People that just enjoy PvP. Like, if you look at, like, the, the AOA community, which is another thing that's kind of cool about sandboxes, is, like, you kind of can just make of it what you want. I mean, a lot of those people are literally just on trial characters for, like, seven hours a day doing group PvP. Like, Yellow and his friends. Like, that kind of stuff. I don't know. I think it's it's kind of cool. There's a lot yeah. of shit to do. There's a lot you can do, for sure. This game offers a lot, and people just... They, uh, they don't realize that. They just look at the negatives and, you know, don't realize the positives. Like, it, it's like the, the, the Reddit forum where they just say, uh, shit game, dead game. But yet, you know, people are obviously actively playing it. They themselves are actively playing it. Yeah. Every, everything in this game has been pretty solid as far as like the mechanics is concerned. Um, they've been trying to work on anything that's busted um, or not working. Yeah, it takes time. It's obviously not being developed and pushed out in the timely fashion that we would like, but it is being looked at to some extent. You know what bothers me more than Bedouin in this game is fucking the karma system. That I'll just never understand the karma system. Yeah, the karma game. system is fucking toxic. It, it's we like, wouldn't even need the the Arsha channel if we uh, had a decent karma system, you know. Just the idea of like 
this is implemented so you don't get griefed and yet it's designed in a way that makes it super easy to grief people is actually hilarious. Well, the mechanic that they were afraid was going to be used to grief people is now being griefed. <laughs> so. Um. All right, we should probably move on. Is there anything else you guys want? So the, the game is... Uh, I don't know where where do you rank it, Nayashi? It, it's a shit like, game, dead game. Compared to other chicken, and other MMOs you play. <laughs> Nayashi, where where do you rank BDO? Oh, I thought you were asking Rizzler. No, no, um, he, he ranks it at the bottom with Neverwinter Nights and and uh, and Wildstar. <laughs> yikes! That is really bad. What the hell? What kind of rank do you have? <laughs> Um, you know, dude, have you never checked out Rizzler's Wildstar podcast? No, I haven't. It's pretty lit. We're at uh, episode 2007, going strong. Shit. <laughs> the servers are shut down, but the podcast lives on. Yeah, we're still going, baby. <laughs> Waiting for <laughs> Wildstar 2. That's I crazy. Like, um, I mean, my opinion is, I think... BDO is a lot better than what people say. I mean, I played WoW, I played um, Guild Wars, I played uh, Guild Wars 2, I played... Arcage. Um, what the hell is the... Uh, there was Arc Neverwinter. Age Unchained. Neverwinter, one of the Final Fantasy versions. Um, Arcage Unchained. So I played a few, not a not maybe all the popular ones per se, but um, you know, WoW was more my biggest one that I put the most time into because that was when I was younger, and um, that was new to me the MMO community thing. Um, but uh, I'd say BDO is actually really up there, honestly. Like, at least it fits my personal taste. You know, the PvP is my thing. I don't like the grinding per se, but all the life skills gives a lot of people options. A lot of things are pretty well thought out. Do I do fun? hate some aspects, but... Do you have fun playing the game? That's the question, dude. I have fun. I have fun. As frustrating as things are at times, desync and bullshit, those are elements that are, yeah, bad, but it's kind of baked in. I don't know. It's it's up there. I, I would say. I don't know what kind of ranking do you want me to give? Just no, like that's all. That, that was I all. compare it? No, 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 no. Just uh, you think it's a good game? That's all. No ranking. Yeah. You yeah make I a just, tier list. Maybe you need an MMO tier yeah. list. I think it's a good game that a lot of people that like to have competitive PvP or anything. Oh, well, let me state. Let me restate that. Maybe not competitive PvP, but semi-competitive PvP. Because not a, obviously the class balance is still there, not there per se. But I one of my favorite um, one of my it's favorite good. lines. It's, you'll have a good time. You, there is frustrating elements to it, yes, but you can play the game in a way to avoid those. Um, in my honest opinion, one of my favorite lines on like a technical and literal level is when when someone says something says, um, "This game is shit." It's just it's the only. It's there's nothing better out. I always find so funny because like, if you extrapolate what he's he or she is saying in that sentence is like this game is shit, but 
it just happens to be the best game in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I was saying there's frustrating elements to it, and you can definitely play the game avoiding those nowadays. Maybe before you couldn't. Like the enhancing system was kind of a requirement in order to get better gains before. There was no way to like use costumes and chroning to do safe enhancing, and it was just like cancer. But uh, that's not the case nowadays, and you can definitely go for higher gains without having too much uh, too much of a crazy investment like before. So, so oh, yeah. allow Ve- me to give my final thoughts before. Okay, Vel is about to spawn. By the way, PSA: five minutes for Vel. No one cares. Yes, they do. Um, <laughs> I would have cared, but I missed my my ride. I guess so. Rip. Yeah. Uh, I think BDO is a niche game i think the issue i think the issue with what you were saying frosty that it's probably the second best mmo behind wow is that there's a lot of mmos out there that i think better cater to a wider audience and while i think bdo does a really good job at catering to people that are looking for a specific thing like if you're looking for like fast action combat meaningful pvp this is the game for you. If you're looking for, ever since I think they released like life skilling gear and stuff like that, if you're looking for decent life skills, this is probably a good game for you. Uh, if you're looking for like ocean content, eh, better than Arcade, probably. Mm, uh, no, I don't think Ma- so. Uh, maybe on the life skill side, but not the PvP side for sure. Ocean content. Yeah, not the PvP. No, 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 yeah. no. I'm talking, I'm talking about like bartering and Right, right. Way oh, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In that respect, yeah. yes. I'm not talking about the ship combat. I know that's kind of abysmal in BDO, or at least that's what just, I've been told. Overall or, combat or even the, the mechanics water. in general. Yeah, in BDO. Or, yeah. I can't, no, I'm specifically I can't referring defend. to like bartering and stuff. Like, I know a lot of people really like the whole bartering system. That's like a really popular thing that a lot of people enjoy. But like, the thing is, is like, if you like, you're missing a huge crowd of people, I think, which is your people that enjoy dungeons, your people that enjoy raids, your people that enjoy like PVE content that isn't a, a slash, like a, a hack and slash. Which I understand, like, there are a lot of people who do like hack and slash. Like, if you like Dynasty Warriors when you were younger, like I did, then you'll probably like this game combat, like I do. Um, but it's missing a a huge group, arguably the biggest group of people, in my honest to god opinion. I think the people that run dungeons and raids and that type of stuff are the biggest crowd in the MML community, and you're really hard like missing out on that. Also, I know it's kind of cringe, but there's also like not a lot of RPers in this game, and that's quite a big community as well. Like, yeah. there's like I recently discovered. Uh, my friends started playing. Uh, they play BDO, but they started playing Final Fantasy fourteen, and apparently there is just a like a huge RP community yeah. in uh, Final Fantasy. Like you can walk up to almost anybody and just start RPing with them, which is kind of weird. But I guess you know that's what they like to do. I don't know. It's I don't get it, but hey, whatever. And that just doesn't like exist in this. I still don't. Yeah. I don't. I still don't think that that makes it niche. It's just different. I mean, I agree. There's a large group of people that like dungeons, but there was also I, every MMO that's come out has them, and they're like failing one after the other, except for like WoW and FF14. But like, I I think 
I don't know. I don't think dungeon. I don't even think people really care about dungeons specifically. Just bosses with mechanics are kind of fun, and that's yeah. it. But but I do feel like like for me personally, when I first started playing BDO, um, one of the things I actually liked about it was that it didn't have dungeons. I I I really enjoy doing a dungeon once or twice, and then after that, grinding the same dungeon for five months is like I don't know. I actually hate it so much. Right. Waiting for a no, group, I... getting a group together. I uh just is tedious. I want I am one hundred percent with you. And Nayashi, you probably have similar feelings, I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean I like dungeons. Uh, basically I mean, like yeah, the sentiment I that was said earlier, uh was th- this is a very niche game. Like it like it hit it kinda hits in my point of view, it kinda hits a little bit of everything. Except the combat system is pretty unique. Um there are other combat systems that are close, but not to this level, I feel. Um, and, uh, like there's a little bit of, I mean, you see like Mac whenever he's streaming, he does his little RP thing that he's doing with his, uh, with his, his viewers where he gets into that, uh, the, uh, what the fuck is it? The screenshot motor. I can't remember what the hell they, you, you know, he removes the UI entirely and just, you know, does a little, you know, things with his character and, you know, RPs with a couple other guys or whatever. Um, and you know, there's that element to it. People can have fun with that. And I think there is a you know a potential for people to do that kind of stuff. So it's yeah, maybe small, not compared to like other games out there, but it's it has its own thing. In the house, and what? you know, you see the maids and the pets are inside the house. You can do all sorts of decorations in your house, stuff like that. I you got. Sorry, I was gonna say I've been out of the loop on the RP thing, and in, in every game I've ever played, even games I I have played that has a community, I do not. What what is it? That makes RP like, what does Final Fantasy fourteen have that other games like this don't have? That makes so the RP apparently, dancing? apparently, <laughs> oh. like the number one thing according to my uh, my friend was like Lore. you can't you can't RP in BDO because there's not a lot of like interaction like emotes, and apparently right. Final Fantasy has like an absolute ass load of emotes that you can choose from. Yeah. And also the lore, I guess, is what someone else brought up. I don't I think, think it's the lore because I, I, I don't think, think that's. A, I don't think people use the RPing as uh, the role play as like based on the lore per se. I mean, yeah, I guess there's a case to be made for that, but I think most of the time people kind of like to create their own little story. I don't know. I RP is something that I will never understand. I I just I don't know. Like even I play Dungeons and Dragons with friends occasionally. And if they try to make me talk in character, like, I will literally make my character be mute so that I do not have to talk as my fucking character. Because it, it just hurts me, like, internally if I have to, like, roleplay as something. So I, I will never understand it, but I know there are a lot of people out there that actually do thoroughly enjoy that content. I don't know. It's weird. But anyway... So I I think I don't know. Again, I think BDO is a good game. Like I said at the like beginning. To me, BDO is a good game because what I'm looking for in an MMO personally mm-hmm. is PVP. I enjoy PVP very much. Like this is why I didn't really care for uh point and clicks because the PVP in those games seemed I mean, I know there's going to be so many fucking, like, WoW defenders and shit in the comments when I'm about to say this, but it's so fucking boring and basic and simple. 
Like it's just okay. I'm locked onto my target now. I just rotate the same seven buttons for like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, like, the, it's so boring, in, dude. It in, actually just bores me to death. In fairness to them, those seven buttons are all macros that have five other buttons attached. So it's yeah. technically thirty-five <laughs> yeah. buttons. All right, dude. I actually I recently was arguing with someone about the because they were saying that the PvP in WoW is like way more complex and and difficult, and he was showing me a video as an example <laughs> and like it was so funny is one of you wanting someone and he like literally just put someone to sleep and in that game when you put someone to sleep they're like literally asleep for like fucking 30 seconds or a minute so he's standing in front of this person like doing buffing up and then just literally rotates one through nine control one through nine shift one through nine and they're dead <laughs> i was like oh yeah dude, that's crazy yeah that was interactive Woo! Um, yeah. yeah that that's the thing too is like what here the one thing i do hate about bdo is is that the combat is fast and fluid and reactive and the keybinds feel so nice so whenever i play a different game it feels like ass so it but ruined it for you when i was used to terra and i played any other game every game felt really good <laughs> like when i was playing ion and terra it didn't matter what the combat was it always felt good and now it's like I know that's the one thing. Like, I'm excited for some of these other games coming out, like Blue Protocol and Alien, but I just fear the controls are going to feel shitty. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. I don't know. Or less of you involved, and more or less just like a single button being needed to be pressed, and then you do like a whole bunch of shit. Okay, so this one, uh, this topic, we can kind of talk about a little bit quicker. Um, the age-old debate: PvP and P- PvP and BDO. Um, we're just strictly talking like 1v1, defending your grind spot, small scale, 2v2, 3v3, I'm even even Node War, I, to an extent. I, I think Siege is where it becomes just 100% WizWitch, you know, NPA, so uh, it's a little bit different. But in, in the, all of those other aspects, in your guys' opinion, do you think skill is a thing? Like skill, like learning your class, practicing your class, learning other classes makes a difference? Um, how much of a difference and, or is it mostly just gear, gear related? Um, I guess I'll go first on this one. Um, my viewpoint is I think gear does matter most definitely because there's a lot of cases where it changes fights, um, how you approach them and whatnot. But that's also, I feel, a skill element. Um, you need to know what you're capable of uh, with your current gear and equipment that you have available to you. Um, so not everyone can do the same things with less gear, obviously. So your play style and everything you do to deal with your opponent is going to be differently. Uh, prime example would be if you don't have the... Um, gear to SA trade and just kill people in standing up without needing to combo them, then you're going to have to approach things a lot differently and you're going to have to go for focusing more on catches, especially based on the class. Um, So there's a lot of elements involved. It's not just, you know, one thing or another, like you can't just say gear is the only thing that matters and that's it. Because I mean, there's plenty of people that have a lot of gear that just do awful um, and they just get dumpstered by people that don't have any gear. So I I'm on the I'm on it's more like 50% um it's 
probably skill oriented. I'd say about 40% is gear and the other 10% is just, you know, just like class. Like class isn't as much of an issue as it used to be. I mean, it does matter for sure. But if you have enough skill, you can actually learn how to deal with your opponents. And I feel like the kits are a lot more balanced and you're able to deal with more classes than we used to be able to. Um, like, for example, there were some matchups that were just absolute 100% losses. Uh, Warrior Awakening versus Mewa back in the day when they had the super armor. That was basically a 100% loss unless you just really outskilled them or outgeared them. You, you alt like, them in the face? That was what? the solution. You alt them in the face? Yeah. You had to literally yeah, just alt. So, yeah, but that would be, I would consider that an outplay. So that would be a quote-unquote <laughs> skill. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you would. Well, I mean, would it is consider because, the 100% right, hold, on, an output. hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, let's hear it. You, you, you're going you're gonna to tell me that positioning and whatnot wouldn't be considered an outplay, an outskill? Positioning so, just your ultimate? Or, well, positioning, if, the, if you're, all right, so you're actively in a fight and you okay. are you know, dodging, grab, and other abilities, they don't have another skill in order to, to deal with that particular ability, that would be considered an outplay in that pos position. So yeah, sure. The alt does a lot of damage. Will potentially one shot them in and everything. I get that, and I understand where you're saying. Well, that's not skillful, <laughs> but at the same time, they could easily grab me. And back then, they did regularly. So, I mean, I've never alt. Like, I guess I've never altered someone in a one v one and felt like I outplayed them. But I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm talking about in the past where how the matchups were like nowadays. Um, yeah, I don't really get ulted in 1v1s that often. Unless it's like the Tamer ult, then that's just a weird win, auto win. But I also don't have a grab too, so I can't really deal with that too well. Some classes can grab and whatnot. Like I've heard of, um, for example, when... Um, um, whatchamacallit? Well, I mean, the same example, really. I mean, I just get fucking Solar, Fog, Solar Flare grabbed right before I managed to pull off the... Uh, the 100% on them, they would just quickly get in, or even if they were just that close, they wouldn't even need a solar flare grab, for example. They could just, you know, walk up with a shield, grab, or just iframe it, and then grab. I mean, there's just plenty of things you can do. I don't know. I, I mean, I still think 50% skill, 40% gear, 10% is the class uh, makeup and uh, matchup. I am. Res? Uh, I feel like you're laughing your ass off right now, Frosty. Me? No, 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 I'm not. Yeah. Oh, okay. So gear, gear, like, can't say gear doesn't matter, but the thing is, is like once you get to a certain AP, like it requires so much DP to not be one comboed. Like if you know what you're doing, that gear does kind of become irrelevant, honestly. Like, unless you're fighting a DP meme, obviously, but at that point, they can't kill you either. So it's like, Frosty has invested a lot into his DP, but, like, if I pulled off the... If I successfully pulled off the best combo I can, then I can still easily kill him at 280. So it's like... Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't want to say gear doesn't matter, but it kind of doesn't, unless you're just at such an extreme difference that I just feel rarely happens these days. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, 
Do you think skill matters be... though? Is there like a skill like do you notice a skill difference between players? Yeah, obviously. Yes. I mean, there's a reason I go into like whenever I was in Clash and we would have Clash boys merc into these siege guilds. I'm a zerker at 265 AP and I'm getting in top 10 frags. Like I'm not trying to like blow my own dick here or anything, but I know what I'm doing in siege. I know how to play my class in siege. Whereas there are these other people, including Berserkers, that have like 280 AP, which I'm at now, that are not getting as many kills as I do. I mean, so yeah, like most of this game comes down to skill. And the only time gear really matters is if you're at such a huge like difference in gear. And we're like right. by huge difference in gear, we're talking, I mean, I, it, it like at over 50 gear score difference, it would have to be. Because even at a 50 gear score difference, like, I don't know, I, I feel still, I, I still feel like it is, is very possible. It also depends kind of on, like, the thing is, man, like, gear is so fucking weird. So, like, it's hard to look at numbers and just decide what's going to happen. So, like, for instance, right now, all of my numbers are the exact same. I am literally 280, 280, 280. <laughs> like, that means my gear score is very low. But still, basically, no matter who I'm fighting, I am still winning almost every fight that I happen, that I run across in open world. Like, it's just, it, it's how it is, because I'm a berserker, I know what I'm doing, I've played the class for a very long time. If I grapple them, they're going to die, because I have 280 AP. It doesn't matter that I have 280 DP. If I grapple, then I win. If I don't grapple, then I lose. That's just my win condition. I know that, and I know how to play around my low DP at this point, because I've been at it for, like, I don't know, three months now? He's a professional low DP Zerker. I actually am. Like, you're memeing, but I actually am. Yeah, I know. And it's actually it's actually kind of funny, too, because I haven't really changed my playstyle all that much, in all honesty. I, um, I, know, I know how it is, because I've been, you know, behind the curve as far as gear. I mean, obviously, I have a little bit more than you, but, like, I don't have Frosty's level of gear. I don't have right. other players' level of gear. Like, I've had to learn how to adapt with my gear to fight those players that are 50 to 100 gear score higher. So and my point of bringing this up is like, Frosty, what gear score are you at? Uh, I believe 644 or 645. Yeah, so you're like almost 100 gear score over me, but I can probably still take a couple fights off of you. Like, because it's just going to end up where you end up getting caught by something that I do. And then I have enough AP to kill you, but my DP is bringing my gear score down so much, you know? Right. So that's why you can't just, like, look at numbers and be like, oh, I, I see what's, like, going on. It's just not always that simple. Yeah. It, there's, it's definitely a more complex thing. That's why I always say, like, skill plays a factor, uh, for sure. Then there's the class part, too. Because, you know, for example, I'll give you a scenario. So typically I can beat uh, Suck Wizard, no problem. Um, but when they have 300 AP and, you know, they're obviously a suck wizard, which is currently, um, one of the top tier classes right now, the amount of damage he can output will just make it so that I get one shot because of all the skills he can pump out so quickly. Um, so I was fighting like Keelbot last night or was it last night? Two nights ago. Uh, was it? Yeah, it was two nights ago, I think. So I was fighting Healbot uh, from Snake last night. He has a lot of fucking gear and, you know, a suck wizard. 
I can kill him. I can beat him. But, um, you know, sometimes he just all right one shots me and I can't do anything or he just pressures me so hard because of my block. And that's because of there's such a massive difference in, in the gear. But I could definitely beat him. I can definitely catch him and outplay him. Um, it's definitely a possible thing. That's why I said, like, skill can play such a big factor that where the gear is not too big a deal. But then there are those times where the other 50% is 40% gear, 10% class, I think can make it really impactful. I like Healbot. Yeah, Healbot's good. That dude, uh, I was fighting him like 1v1 or whatever, and then these two people came and were killing us like separately. So we partnered up, and we were like 2v2ing. And uh, he, he said I was a good Kuno dude. Now I forever nice. love him. Here's, like this here's the other wizard. thing, not to I, kind of get off track or anything, but hold on, before someone you do in that, your real quick, real quick, um, I'm gonna change that 10% being class to actually uh, patch. <laughs> yeah. <'Cause>, who knows? <laughs> One day a, a new patch comes in, and you know everything's all fucked, and every cl class matchup is a lot different. So it's yeah, we'll just say that. All right, go ahead, Russell. So not to get too off topic here, but someone in your chat just said something that I find hilarious. They said, I got one shot by a suck whiz with 336 DP. Like, that's the other thing. It's like, it's funny to me hearing Frosty talk about how, like, you have to invest in DP like he has, but he still will complain about getting killed, like, constantly. It's like, it feels like DP does not matter in this game. It feels like everyone has so much fucking AP at this point. It's like, I, 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 there are very few scenarios where I'm like, if I had more DP, I would have definitely survived there. That has rarely happened. Yeah. Uh, I, I completely disagree. I could not disagree But more, DP, DP does, does affect a lot. It really does. DP changes. All right, so it's one thing. And also, if people abuse the word one-shot, like bad. I, I don't even no, it's know. It's one combo. I, I, yeah, I, if they mean one combo... Sure, if your DP is unless, high, unless you, can, you, mean this. you can probably still be one comboed. <laughs> but the difference is, if you go with Reslar's DP into a 3v3, like he will actually get one shot by um, Healbot. Like he literally yeah. could die just to the teleport voltaic. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like, that's what was for, happened to me the other day. Like I'd, I would be, um, you know, get caught out and he would teleport right on top of me and then fucking i get just decimated from the voltaic and then a follow-up freeze i think it was or something like that whichever yeah you know order the abilities going plus that's cool. um so the thing is is like <laughs> if you if if you are fighting someone the difference in dp seriously like this is, this is the biggest thing is like this is why i always say like once you get to like 285 289 in my opinion i think you're better off getting your dp up and yeah like well 330 is you're still gonna feel tanky it's just like if you're against people that are way more geared than you still like there's it, you're probably not but if you're fighting against people closer to your level you're the difference between it is like if i dive in and use an ability i like two things can happen all right if i'm 285 let's just do it present two scenarios 285 301 right i dive into a place i i'm fighting somebody uh i can do like one or two skill rotations before or one or two skills in a rotation before i have to back out because now i'm just taking damage and like that actually matters and it changes your play style once you drop to like 50 percent or 30 percent 
generally people start playing way more defensive and then the people you're against are playing where instead of trying to cc you now they're just trying to get damage on you if you have way more dp 331 346 in that same scenario even if you don't get any more ap like you can stay in and use three or four more skills and you don't have to change your play style and play super hyper defensive because it's going to be a lot longer before you get low yeah 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 and, that's the you thing. know and like, that's that's very true because and also like choice made when i was fighting choice um he put on his dp meme set 415 dp just and like 250 ap um just to fuck with me and um i would get him close but i couldn't one combo him but the problem was i was still weak enough dp wise that mm. he didn't need to necessarily switch to a higher ap build which you know, like he could still pull off. It had to be a nice, long, clean combo, but he could pull it off to where he could still kill me in one combo. And that's just because right. my DP being 316 is still low enough to where it is manageable for him to kill me. So my thing is like with Node War and Siege, like when people are trying to like, they're like, well, uh, they're 285 AP. They're thinking about what to do next. It's like, sh should I get DP or should I just get AP? Because I really just want to kill more people. I just want to kill way more people. And it's like, if you... If you could choose between like 285, 331, or 289, 301, you are going to get way more kills with the 331 DP because you're just gonna, you are going to live longer. Your pots are going to be more important. Every HP that you have is going to be a little bit more important. Yeah, occasionally you're going to run into someone that just has so much gear, like Time Bomb, that's like 305 AP on a Ranger. That's just going to make your DP feel irrelevant. But a lot of times you're going to run into people that are 277 and you get up from a combo because you whale potted and it's like, wait, and you get up and kill them with smoke screen. Yeah. I mean, I, I noticed this when I, so I got my pen levers, right. And I swapped my organs for muskins, <clears throat> tent muskins mm -hmm. and, uh, got the Kaffirs up to where I have three sixteen, And then I did the, uh, the evasion gem setup, And I actually noticed my survivability go up a lot, uh, versus the average player. And I was getting up from combos. I wasn't being one comboed as easily. And it actually changed some fights because I could actually out-trade them because of my HP difference. Um, my damage was still high, but theirs was, you know, not as impactful as it was before. And they were all relatively similar gear score. So, yeah, it's definitely... I agree. I mean, it, makes I know that's also like you swapped, you swapped from... Like, you swapped to a better build. You swap to evasion, and that's the other thing. If they don't have high accuracy, then you're just going to feel tankier naturally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like my class benefits from evasion too, because right, exactly. But yeah, if, but not, I, that, I mean, I still ran. Saying. I mean, I still I before I switched to evasion, I had I did a dr build too, and like I swapped to it because I wanted to be more tanky. But it still was relatively tanky. Like I still ran into people in like one v ones where they were like, "Dude, what the fuck is your gear?" And I'm like, oh, yeah. 346. And then they'd be like, oh my god, you're fucking evasion meme. And I'm like, actually, I'm wearing Ergon boots and Griffin now. <laughs> or Gaia. But like, I, I, the DP still matters even on DR. Like, it, it, it really does. And to get back to like the, the gear versus skill, I think the, the range, kind of like you were saying, actually, of like, or res, like the, the amount of gear score difference you have to be to where like, Person A it's like unwinnable. actually has no chance against person B is is really, really big. Yes. Like, huge. And the thing is... Like, is you like, have to be... 100, 100 gear score difference is when it's just like, on average, you are winning the fight no matter what. 
and that's yeah. just because they can't one combo you and then they're they're out of gas and usually you just get up and grab them after they they finish their combo it costs like tens of billions maybe even into the hundreds of billions of silver to go from yeah. like 605 gear score to 650 but most people 605 can still kill 650 like that's the thing so i don't know for me it's like gear definitely matters a lot and it can change the outcome but i in some situations where it's like me versus another player if they can't just kill me in two skills it, it almost requires them to have more skill or like show what their actual skill is because they have to actually manage their cooldowns like for example if i fight a striker that just uses leg drop in a fight like as damage before i'm cc'd and then they get a grab off on me they're probably not going to kill me because they're the flow is on cooldown whereas like a better striker wouldn't use that you know yeah so just yeah. just as like an example or like zerkers that just try to ancient wave me standing up is like once they catch me they generally aren't able to kill well, i mean zerkers kind of are but you know what i mean <laughs> zerkers yeah. still kill me somehow just by wiggling their head around and making dirt fly everywhere that's how we do it baby yeah uh now she gotta get going right yeah already uh, uh the woman already Got upset because uh, she was trying to get me to leave earlier, so I'm gonna okay. have to split. All right, let me just do because we're gonna do the uh, we're gonna do the comments right now in the two videos. So I wanted to get your opinion on on recording. Someone had asked um, the the Valkyrie comment on their movement compared to Chase. Yeah. So they said like you complain about Chase and stamina cost. This is what they said. I'm not saying this is what you said. They said you complain about Chase and stamina cost, but don't understand why valkyries would complain about their movement and succession the way their shield chase works and how it's four and limited or whatever so what yeah what's your response to that so i mean i commented on it but basically i never i don't think i've ever really stated uh, movement being an issue for mewa it's it's always been stamina stamina has been the problem mewa's movement is actually really good um so there, there's a little bit of a difference there. You know, some people might think that's like, oh, that's just, you know, being, uh, you know, very specific with the, ver the verbiage. But it is a big difference because stamina affects our attack skills and stuff like that, which is why I don't say movement. Um, but uh, with Suck, uh, Valk, they have, I believe, more frontal guard oriented movement. Maybe less movement overall, but they are also are tankier overall with their their shield. If I'm not mistaken, someone please correct me if I'm wrong on that. But um, yeah, so they're they're a lot tankier in terms of how much damage they can take. They actually do a lot of AOE damage and succession in comparison to uh, Awakening, so it's less precise overall. Um, so I mean, naturally they're they're tankier. They hit harder. Um, and they have wider AOEs. They kind of like they're like a, a shitty version of Guardian, essentially, in my opinion. Um, but uh, they appreciate the kind words. I, I, I'm sure they do. But uh, <laughs> it's just that's how I I see Suck Guardian or Suck Valk right now. It's really strong in the matchup, and honestly, they have better CC potential than a Guardian does because of how much faster their animations are. So. I just think they're shittier in terms of their ability to move. That's mostly it in comparison to Guardian. But um, Awakened Valk, all their movement's pretty much unprotected. Yeah, you have more options in terms of movement, but it's unprotected as far as I know. 
And that's why I was like, I don't really understand what the argument is. Because one, I don't play the class and it's, I'm just going off what I've seen. And I just, you know, the experience of being hit and fighting a uh, Suck Valve versus an Awakened Valve. Awakened Valve, I had no problem CCing. I see them as being a lot easier. And uh, Prey is more as, uh, you know, a predator in this fight. But a Suck Valk, that's difficult. A skilled Suck Valk is, that's dangerous for me to fight. Definitely not a fight I enjoy uh, taking on <laughs> because of how much damage they do and whatnot. Their AoEs are hard to CC and everything. They ha I feel like they have most of the same kit as Awakening in terms of all of its potential. And um, with, you know, more protected movement. Yeah, it might be shorter bursts, but you're a tank. You're not, you're not meant to be a super mobile class. That's how I look at it. And Succession makes them tankier. So that's just my viewpoint on it. All right. And with that invalid opinion... Um, <laughs> that, that, you know, shit to your Mayo opinion. <laughs> Frosty, did you want me to? Did you want to start up your stream? And I host you with it. Uh, two man. Yeah, I, my stream's yeah. already up. I already have it up. Oh, perfect. Uh, yeah. let me host you then. Hey. That way, um, all my viewers still get to uh, listen to the value pack because I know that's what they're here for. So. Yeah, that's what they're no. here for. They were there to watch you no. gather. They're not, snake they're not meat. here to watch some shit Maywa fucking play this game. Maywa to your They want to hear the bandit. By the way, Frosty, don't forget we got to do after hours. Yeah, I still don't even know what that means. Literally just 30 minutes of us doing oh, whatever. We're at on stream? Out of stream? How does that work? Out of stream. It has to be out of stream. Okay. It's for our patrons. Oh, is it like a recording? You want to explain the after yes. hours thing for people so they, they know what the benefits are and why? Uh, I and guess while for, we're waiting for and, Mashi and to... And for me as well <laughs> to learn. To host. I told you... Jesus Christ, do you just not read I your DMs? Literally like, have, I do not... I, I, I have had you blocked on Discord for months. <laughs> like... And today, I, I finally unblocked you yesterday, and then today I see you're trying to ream me about my fucking sleep schedule. So I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'm blocking this guy again. I'll sleep when I want. <laughs> hey, Nashie, so thanks for the host. Fucking bitch. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so yeah. You sound we, so surprised, Rossi. <laughs> we, uh, Nashie, you're heading out. Yeah, I'm going to head out. Thank All you right, guys right. for having me on. Yeah, we'll man. Catch you, uh, we'll catch you later. See you next time. Um, you okay, guys. so here's the thing. We recently set up a Patreon. One of the tiers, I forget which one. I think it's the third one. It may be the second one. I don't remember. Uh, one of the tiers gets you uh, what I am calling an after-hour show, which is basically when we stop recording the podcast, dreams going off, and we're starting another recording. It's literally just going to be an extra like 20 to 30 minutes of content is what I'm aiming for. So that way we can, uh, if you're interested in uh, more content and you want to help support us, then that is an option that is available to you. There, there's currently four tiers. Um, there's a $1, $5, $10, and a $20. Uh, I think the $20 one might be sold out because I put a limit on it because uh, the $20 one is uh, 
a thank you at the beginning of every podcast and we didn't want it to be we didn't want it to go on forever if we somehow miraculously had a bunch of people wanting to do that tier and i'm actually surprised that as many people have done it as they have it's actually kind of crazy to me so thank you again to those of you who have done the 20 dollars tier like that's amazing um i might increase it to 10 just because I think I'm able to keep it like a really, really short thing at the beginning of the podcast. And because it went out so quickly, I feel like I, I, I don't want to screw people out of not being able to do it. So, but we'll see. I still have to make up my mind about it. Um, so yeah, if that's something you're interested in supporting us through, then there is a link in the description. You can go check that out. Um, okay. So right. we got to do comments. Are we doing comments for the tier list and, the podcast yeah i mean i'm down to it's up okay. to you we'll, we'll run through them i have the tier list open on the left and the comments on the right so people can kind of see it and have it as a reference point as well um okay all right ted ted says musa and c sure not in b what the fuck that's why it's musa uh b not c yeah no like, what else did we put in C? Like, Zerker and Striker? Like, absolutely not. You're out of your mind. <laughs> yeah. Moose's succession's really good. I, I actually don't understand. Um, Lakeson9003 says, LO, both Wiz Witch is S tier for Siege. Both is a long range class that chunks hard no matter what. Also have huge AoE. Sure, Wiz chunks more things to their passive, but both does good damage. Both have PA heals and good buffs overall. They stands in balls. <laughs> that sounds funny. They stands in balls or on top of the rock or what night whatnot, so they both kinda protected. Um and then he says DK for large skill sucks ass. Uh F, they can't dive into the ball and do wheel and yada. And I, I think we, we addressed all of that, right? I think we did. The only thing yeah. that I don't agree with is succession witch being S tier and siege. Like if it is S tier and siege, it's like at the bottom, whereas like above it is like awakening wizard, awakening witch, and succession wizard. So why would you not just play any of those things instead? Which I think is why you don't see any succession witches, is because it's just like there's just better versions of the class, the awakening witch, or you can play a wizard, which is basically the same class. Both the awakening and the succession I think are better than succession witch right now. Yeah, I, I think. I would probably put Succession Witch closer to like A in large scale because it's definitely worse than Awaken Witch and Succession Wizard and Awaken Wizard, to be honest. But um, we also were factoring in small scale 1v1s and I just think that Succession Witch is just not good there. So it was sort of an average of the two. Um, yeah. Yeah, Succession Witch is definitely good for large scale, but not, not S. It's just... It you can't speed spell. I mean you can't uh you can't even sage sage heal. You know? You can't sage his memory PA. You, it's it's a little bit different. Has some limitations. Yeah. And the no split TPs, uh no S block makes it kinda harder. Whereas like wizard, it's a lot easier to rotate your skills and the split TP just makes life fucking way easier. And ultimately it wasn't a large scale ranking. So even if you yeah. say it was S tier, it wasn't a large scale ranking so it wouldn't go in s like I, i'm lost the fact that it doesn't understand. have split tp should put it straight into f 
All right, and then DK <laughs> sucks in large scale. Yep, I agree. But overall, the class is still really, 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 really good. And in smaller Hold scale, on. can Node I just Wars, say something real quick? Because yeah. I think it's been a couple weeks since we said this, and I think we agreed on it a while back. Okay. Split TP should just be a thing. Yeah, like pro- for every, for all the witches and wizards. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I don't understand why that's not just a thing. Like that's just a thing that they should all be able to do. In all honesty, um, Dead says K Omegalol Uno. Uh, Fantas says as a main striker can can confirm it's absolute trash now for PvP. Awakening lacks movement and damage. Succession lacks movement and AOE. I know there's a new video from Fake Uni where he's doing really good in RB up, but every class with 302 AP can smash trial characters. Uh, thinking about slowly re-rolling to Ninja, but getting the level and SP will take a few months. With all the classes BDO has to offer, I think only four of them are good for small and large-scale PvP. Those are Guardian, Archer, Ninja, and Sork. Hopefully the PvP class rebalancing announced from Global Labs is going to make things better. Uh... I feel like you left out a few classes in that little list, but yeah. The sentiment is there. Um, Ochacha says, the Roaring Wave War bug is going to be the death of me more than it already actually has. Yeah, that shit needs to get fixed. Um, Max Punch says, yeah, an absolute disgrace. As a a suck DK, I can't even perform proper combo on people. Well, because they all die from the reflow, but I can't. And all those suspicious NA classes, uh, only one can have a beard, so it's pretty clear which one is the manlier class there. By the way, please nerf Mewa for the lols. Uh, Sirlock says a succession Valk that was from Ikota fight got 201 kills in Serendia Siege. Yeah. You forgot to, <laughs> yeah. You forgot, you forgot to list those. You forgot to list those uh, Siege guilds in there. The list of them. The Serendia Siege has been weird lately, dude. It's been a Codify and a bunch of T1 guilds. I don't know what's happening over there. Well, a Codify now owns Balanos. So. That, that one. Yeah. Sorry. The Farmlands. Whatever. Both of them. It's weird. I think this week they fought, not T1, but like T. I don't know. It was weird. I, I'm trying to remember all the guilds they fought, but they fought like um, Uncensored and Flux this week. I don't even know how many people those guilds bring, but. I don't know. Kind of weird. Um, Sirlock said... Oh no, uh, Rhino says, Tamer Roaring is 30% MS debuff. Surging Tide is 20% move speed debuff. Okay, right. Yeah, I forgot about the Roaring one. Or I actually, I don't even know if I realized it had that. Since Kuna has un- unlimited iframes, you know? Same thing says, bring Heedon in. We had Heedon on uh, the show a while back. Um... Abracus KB says, thanks for making these videos. Mayo Knight says, about Reslar's point about not seeing any Awakening Valks and only seeing Succession. I think that has more to say about Awakening being underpowered than Succession being overpowered. Although I agree it's strong, Awakening Valk is still pretty close to the bottom in my opinion, which is part of why I think you're right about Suck being underrated. People are just so used to Valk being at the bottom that they're in denial about Suck being strong. I was originally feeling a little bit a baby rage at Valk being put in a whole tier above Warrior. Be- before you change that, I would say Valk is a B to Warrior C plus B minus when it comes to just traditional combat ability. But I think Frosty's point about PA heals valid enough to merit that if you had kept it. 
Uh, the assassin says, I'm watching you, Reslar, LOL. Watching me? Yeah, dude. What did I do? Get fucked, noob. Uh, the awkward... I put Musa in B tier. All the Musa are at me. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Shackerman in chat says that, uh, or Ackerman in chat says, Flux, Stress, and Sensor. They're two or T2 guilds. One is a T1. A Coda brought 90 ish. Flux had 25. Censored 40. Stress 50. Yeah, there you go, man. That explains the Valk with 201 kills. The Awkward Ninja says, I think, as Nayashi pointed out, all the good sucks Zerkers have insane gear, which makes it hard to place. Watching Slavage light some boys up while cool. Um, he has 309 AP, so most people are, are mansions. <laughs> True. Uh, Suck Zerka is one iframe on a four second cooldown. Also, I think a lot of the Zerker um, still hate on Suck since it was uh, super rough for input overlaps that now have been fixed mostly. I still don't like that spin out of lava has input conflicts. I think they're really good in small scale since the 100% has really good CC on it and they can just blow someone up but are super vulnerable so you need a buddy to cover you. I think that's valid. Um... Archera says, I really liked that. Uh, I really liked the list. I just want to share my thoughts about Lon Suck because she's my main character. Um, this gets a little bit long, so they don't have a uh, a TLDR. But let me see. Let me see if I can TLDR this myself. Oh, boy. Um, start putting TLDRs, people, or I'm going to start TLDRing them for you. And you don't want that. Yeah. In fairness, in this video, it might be other people that don't normally listen to a podcast. That's true. That's why I didn't bother this time. Let's see. Oh, Probably God. starting next week, I'm going to start writing my own TLDR. I'm just going to reply to people's comments with a TLDR. And if you don't like the TLDR, then too bad. <laughs> so they say, uh, let's see, before the nurse, 1v1 felt worse than Awakening on Suck Lawn because of not having grab. It makes every matchup harder, especially class like Warrior, Guardian, Striker, Witch, Wizard. Also, CCs were really bad to catch people up. You throw slow-ass Symbidium, hope they walk into that, and use your LMB after gliding for a bound, which is predictable because you come from the air, or just Sacred Dance, which is probably the slowest gun lawn kick, uh, and hope you catch something. No fast CCs to catch people. The only good CC was Furious Chase to Prairie after Furious Chase. Um, the animation was fast, it was super armor flow, also really high damage DP buff, but in 1v1s it was only worth using with mouse movement, because if you don't use mouse movement, you can't control it. Um, this is the main reason I stopped playing Suck. All right, so I'm just going to say, like, I, I wholly disagree with this. I, I was playing on Sucklon yesterday for a while. Um, and, like, granted, I, I played it a lot when it first came out for, like, three weeks. I was maining Succession Lawn. And I don't know, man. I, I still think the catches are really good. Like, I don't know why you're leaving Furious Chase out of that list. Furious Chase is a really low cooldown dash CC with Forward Guard. And it's, like... Really, really consistent, and yeah, you can't mouse move the Salpuri, but you can still use the flow to Furious Chase to change your direction after the dash if you want to, and then use Shift Q. Um, so I, I don't know. It's uh, I think I think Lon has a, a lot of catches, even without Salpuri having SA, it still is so fast, and the AOE is huge. I think it's still like pretty easy to catch people with it. Um, I, I just, yeah, I think Lon has a lot of catches and Symbidium is so good. It's not, you don't just hope someone walks into it. You can use it aggressively. 
and the range on it is pretty decent. Um, Kalekos the Spellweaver says, first of all, awesome, another podcast in, in one week. I can't believe it's possible to grind five hours straight in this game without some finger arthritis. Was able to get three distortions, thanks to you guys. Um, Congrats. He has a whole long thing. He says, TLDR, insane iframes with range capabilities is just really broken combination because, again, range is a form of protection by itself. They're already super protected with normal kit. Then PA gave them the leeway not to actually commit against melees. And he's talking about Succession Sork. Maybe? Yeah. Um, Emma Rose says, I really don't understand how Tamer is C. 1v1, 3v3, Tamer is S, A plus tier. Suck is easily just as good as Awaken in both. Um, yeah, they suck at Nodor GVG, but you all even said so does DK and Warrior, who are both labeled in B, and I don't see a DK outperforming Tamer in 1v1, 3v3. I really think it should be more like a B tier at the very least. Uh, here's here's kind of my thing with the Tamer. Well, I don't completely disagree with what you're saying. Like, maybe for me, I would probably have DK at B and Tamer like B-. minus. Or, um, But the thing is, is like, the amount of tamers that are good in 1v1 or great in 1v1 is so minimal. Like, even of the tamers that I've run into, I just feel like everyone only thinks of, like, Mamo and Friendo and, like, Orange Tic Tac, like these top-tier tamers when they think about tamer 1v1, but they don't think of all the other people that play tamer that literally just die to everyone instantly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Um, like if we were basing balance purely off McCann's on Warrior, then yeah, probably Warrior should be S tier, you know? But unfortunately, nobody plays that well. No one plays like Mamo or Frendo. It, the other, like, 150 tamers that are left on the server generally are gathering at Sheep Mountain. Uh, Emma Rose says, I really don't under... Oh, that's the one I just read. Uh... Asorzi says, Lawn Suck is definitely not on par with Sork Ninja Kuno Suck. It's a strong B at best. All right, so we tried to explain it at the end, but so we sort of like sorted them by like within that tier, which one's the strongest um, or which one we think is the highest actual rated, like within the grade. So like Sork Kuno Ninja Lawn. I agree it's not exactly on par, but it's pretty damn close. Lawn is very, very good. In Nodewar and Siege, Lawn is just as effective. In 1v1, Lawn is just as effective. The only thing is, like, it has some matchups that are really tough, like Guardian, for example. No one does Sheep Mountain anymore. It's the only thing I remember. I haven't live-skilled in a while, right? I don't know where people are at now. I guess they're gathering snakes up in Dregan. Apparently, I learned today. Um, if it makes you feel better, consider Lawn A-, minus, whereas the others are A and A+. Plus. Thing. Yeah, I just solved exactly. your, your moral dilemma for you. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Ryan Mormolo says, most impressed with Reslar's paint skills. Great job, guys. But def agree with Frosty that plus and minus would be really helpful to differenti differentiate the minor differences within the bracket. Sounded like you guys really wanted to place Lon in A minus, but didn't give yourself the option. It's just visually easier to comprehend, I think. Even... The left to right thing at the end helped, but I still think A minus would read better. Yeah, the issue is that a lot of people just skip to the end and look at the picture, and then they're like, "Wait, Sork and Lawn are identical." Yeah, which is like so like I don't know. Uh, it is what it yeah, is. you're, it's human you're right, but I'm so I'm so annoyed that you're right that I have to explain to people 
if we put two classes in A tier, that doesn't mean they're exactly the same strength. That means that, roughly speaking, compared to other classes, these two are relatively close to each other. But for some reason, people are going to look at Sork and Lon in the same list and say, Lon isn't as strong as Sork! Like, yeah, no shit. It's I, just... Ugh. I don't like uh, that voice. Fired Up Wings says... <laughs> Um, says they're going to make people mad and just say like the absolute truth about DK performance. There are ways DK can excel in node war and flex, but it takes a lot more work and gear um, than other flex classes just because the stand management and the fact that you run out of skills very fast. Otherwise, great list, very nice considerations. Not Jororo says seems fair. Onigatana says I think Warrior Suck should be C tier as well. Maybe. Uh, Warrior Suck is another one that I'd probably have in like C plus or B minus instead of B. Uh, Onigata also says Suck Guardian should be C tier, only has one uh, dedicated iframe, and iframe in a stiffness is iframe SA, so it's partial iframe that she can be grabbed out of any class that's fast or has a grab destroy Suck Guardian. I just, yeah, I don't agree with that. Also, I don't know how a skill that goes from iframe to super armor with a stiffness on it is considered a negative and should be docked points for that. I feel like <laughs> any skill that starts off as an iframe movement ability that goes into super armor stiff is not going to dock you points. It's going to net you points. Um, yeah, you can also be grabbed out of mass destruction, but that skill is still really, really, really fucking good. Um, Mr. X says, Valk main here. I feel it's not overtuned and it's not very weak either. Valk's probably the most balanced class right now, in my honest opinion. Uh, we would just like a bit more mobility and lessen the CD of Chase or add another level to Chase to keep the current CD. Um, also, it might be a slight increase to AoE radius, my personal choice for PvE. Overall, class in a good spot. Uh, Wilmato says, yeah, right. Kuno, bad. Sork, ninja, good. The class I play, bad. The other class people play, good. Bwahaha. I don't... Did I say that? I feel like I put Kuno as, like, right next to Sork. It's funny because all four of the classes that you've played recently, you placed in A tier. Well, except for, <laughs> well, I don't know. How recent are we talking? I don't really count Mystic. Yeah, no, poor Mystic did. I'm wanna... counting Sork. I'm counting Sork, Kuno, Ninja, and Lon as you've played them recently for a relatively decent amount of time, and you and we have them all on A. So kind of funny. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he's referring to me because we put Zerker in C tier. But dude, if you really think Zerker's succession is like higher than C tier, I don't I don't know what to tell you. No, <laughs> I don't no, know, man. It can't, it can't be that because he said right at the top. Yeah, right. Kuno bad. Sork Ninja good. The class I play bad. So I don't know. He also says edit. The reason why no one plays Witch is because you have a class that has the same skill set with the same weapons. Only difference is C twenty try awakening weapon for accuracy. So people will play the class that is better. Even the differences are minimal. Warrior and Valk had the same issue when Succession came out, but a lot of people stayed Valk because the moveset was different, even Warrior was better. So my point is, with two different classes, same moveset, it's impossible to not have this issue of over-representing of that class. If you give Witch Teleport, people will play Witch because she has Teleport and MMA. Yeah? Um, I don't know. There's a lot of weaknesses to Witch compared to Wizard. Um, I'm trying I'm trying to get a guest. I'm not going to say who. I'm trying to get a guest that maybe can talk to us about succession witch a little bit 
So maybe next week I'll be able to nail him down. Is it Mina? <laughs> yeah, it's Mina, dude. Uh, Milo Lubin says, uh, Suck Witch here. We are one of the worst classes in the game for 1v1. Our passive relies on unprotected animation, um, animation locks. Awake is so much better. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. For 1v1, they're both not amazing. So... Um, Spheros is not a bad list, would say Sork is S after getting one tap from across the map, but either way, decent list. Dude, I, I always remember Sphero in Node Wars, like him using the Warrior Ford F. I saw him running away. He like engaged like in a 1v3. He runs away with Ford F, he's sprinting away, and I threw a Dream of Doom and it hit his back and he died. We <laughs> <laughs> felt so bad. Uh, Invendentia says Nayashi complains about Mewa movement, but doesn't understand complaints about Suck Valk movement thinking. So that was um Nayashi responded to that earlier, but yeah, I think I think Suckvalk needs one more um shield chase that has super armor. I think that would help it a lot. Um personally. That's this is my opinion. If I had one more, or if the cooldown was reduced on all of them by one second, maybe that would help too. Uh Super Sean says, just starting, but super glad you are splitting up PvP and PvE. Makes the discussion and ranking too messy. And Austin Lasseter says, what about the activate window succession? Where does that go? <laughs> there's a special uh, that's tier been list. been in my A for a while, brother. <laughs> Humana Dice says, there's a special tier list in the Patreon. All the money goes to the goal of getting an online key activation for <laughs> Windows 10. <laughs> and then there actually, you can actually make goals in Patreon. Maybe that should be a goal. We'll set a goal, and, then, uh, and I'll eventually activate my windows once we reach it. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Mormello says, can't wait to customize my wallpaper. And Kieran2029 says, F. So yeah, that is the uh, that's the tier list comments for now. Um, I'm sure that'll get out of hand and crazy over time, like the other ones did. We'll see. Let's oh, see yeah. Happens. Um, let me pull up the last week's comments, and then... We'll be all set. So last week we had, for context, we had uh, Shade on from Snake. Feels this, Tamer Man. Yeah, feels, aka Feels Tamer Man, Shade Shade. Um, he was really cool. We talked about the history of Snake, and then we talked about Tamer and Tamer Balance and stuff. So R9S says, dumb question, but is there at a least populated channel in NA? Example, Kama 3 has a low population of players there. Um, Not really, no. Yeah, not that I can think of off the top of my head. I mean, probably, I don't know. I, I think I, I might argue the Olvia channels would probably be the least populated because only new or returning players can go in there. But even then, I'm not too positive. What percentage of our player base is new or returning? I have no idea. All I know is, like, Arsh is really popular, and Vel4 is very popular for RBF. Those are the only two channels that are, like, Camo, uh, Camo like 4 for is something. oddly popular all the time for some reason, I've noticed, on NA. Like, their BA always has people. Sometimes it's this crowded. It's kind of weird. I don't know what happens on Camo 4. Uh, I've recently found my new, uh, my new like, uh, chill home. It's a pretty dead channel. There doesn't seem to be anybody ever on it. I'm not going to say what it is, because fuck you guys, it's my channel. But I'm pretty hype about it, honestly. I just kind of started hopping channels one day, and then finally I found a channel where nobody was in my spot, 
and nobody showed up at my spot and I grinded for like six hours and nobody, I didn't see a soul. I was like, oh my god, this is fantastic. Yeah. Um, R9, or yeah, uh, Kama Bahadir says, I loved this podcast. Nice to listen to, nice to listen to while grinding, etc. Thank you. Um, Ochacha says, I was referring to the Relic Peel of Fey hackers. Sad face. Uh, yeah, our apologies. Sometimes it's kind of hard to remember the comments, so I get a little lost or the context from the week before. Uh, Queso81 says, FYI, the ad layout, annoying as fuck. No offense, one of the ads mid-part actually restarted the video from the beginning, so I stopped listening. Also, if you promote ad blockers, anybody using it, you get no monetization for it and only get paid if someone watches the whole ad. No skip, I think. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, the uh, restart... As far as the ad resetting your video, that sucks, but uh, there's not much I can do about that. But yeah, ad block, yeah, you don't, you only get money if people watch the ads, and then I think you get a little bit extra if they interact with it or whatever. But the thing is, man, like, I have it enabled so that maybe we can make some, some money on it right now because can't work. Uh, but, man, just make your life easier and use Adblock. I know that's such a weird thing for me to say right after saying that first thing, but just use Adblocker, man. Seriously, just make your life easier. If you don't know what Adblocker is, it's an extension you can get on uh, your web browser that will block almost every ad that pops up, whether it be a video ad or a ad in like sidebars and things like that. And it is, in my opinion, a necessary tool to browse the internet. Or get YouTube Red. I use Google Play or Music. I, I use Google Play <laughs> Music for my music instead of Spotify, and it it kind of is like a bundled in thing where you get Google Play Music, YouTube Music, and YouTube Red like all at once. So no ads on my phone, on my browser, on anything. I don't even need an ad blocker. It's pretty great. I've uh, used Spotify for years, and then a while back they paired uh, Spotify and Hulu together. So now I also have Hulu for no additional cost, which is pretty hype. <laughs> Someone in comments said, "Do not confuse YouTube Red with RedTube." True. Oh uh, boy. <laughs> uh, wow. Seriously says unpopular opinion. Archer should get some changes in their kit. Buffs nerf. Simple idea would make Zephyr leap damage reduction SA instead of frontal guard in exchange for better frames for glide or meteor dive. Gap for meteor dive is a bit too large at the start and end animation. Simple fix could be get rid of gap at start and just leave gap at end so it's able to be punished not while starting the animation. Other options making slide register actually moving so you don't get rubber banded from where you started the glide moving away. Anyone that's lawn mains notes the archer point of origin uh, before the movements because what matters can confirm that's that's how it is rather desynky as well. So I agree with the point of origin thing. Like grapple should only work on like where you actually are, not the point of origin when you start like meteor dive. I don't agree with your first thing. I actually don't. I don't believe Meteor actually has a gap, and, and as much as I know people hate to hear it, that's probably desync. I asked a couple of other Archer mains about this just to confirm before I said this like live on the show, and they said that they've never been CC'd out of a like successful Meteor dive at the beginning or the end unless they lagged or desynced. So. Um, TriConnect says, I kind of agree on Oasis gear would be 
great to have it permanently, but maybe instead of NPC selling it, um, we can have Medaya mobs dropping it. Maybe those uh, that don't drop Asulas. For now, it looks like beta server and cheap private server. Or cheap private server. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I mean, if, the, if it dropped and you can sell it for silver, so it actually was like not a horrible drop to get, um, that wouldn't be bad for like newer players. Bambino Bambino says about the gear to skill question. We can clearly see that skill matters a lot more in many situations. For example, I do T2 plus node war from time to time. It feels like the best coordination with the most whiz witch will usually win, but when I do T1 node war, there's guild far superior than others, and I think it comes to the skill of the players almost all of the time. Um, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, like, the gear skill thing is thrown out the window with Wiz Witch and Large Scum. Huh? Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Mayo Knight says, when Rylock was on, y'all talked about which classes whine undeservedly. As someone who listens to your comments every week, one of you had better mention Musa, at least an honorable mention, next time this discussion comes up. Oh, no, no, no. They have skyrocketed towards the top of the list. And DKs have been keeping quiet because Succession they know is actually good. Musas are like... I, I don't know what's happening, dude. It's so funny, too, because, like, I don't know. Like, there was no chain. <laughs> like, where was the huge list of Musa nerfs? I don't know. It's weird. I, mean, I just don't get it. Yeah, it was like the Voltaic nerf, dude. Crust Crusher got sped up, and now their frontal guard is reduced in time. Bro, I will never get over... I forget who said that in that fucking Discord, but I will never get over when I actually saw a witch say in that fucking Discord of yours. No, it's actually a bit of a nerf. I was like, holy shit. The fucking, like, mental gymnastics of these witches, bro. Was that Mina who said that? I feel like that <laughs> might have been Mina. Mina. I'm pretty sure it was Mina, dude. Who it was, was so like, actually, it's a bit of a nerf because it's less time in super armor. And I literally was like, what the fuck did you just say? Awkward Ninja says, can we please get a complaining class tier list? Complaining class tier list. I'd be down well, to right do now, it. I think that'd be kind of right, fun. Right now in S tier, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like, Mooses are pretty high up. I feel like nothing has reached peak DK complaining yet, though. I feel yeah. like we're still not there. The yeah, when when DK when DKs are complaining the most is like the loudest it's ever been. But man, Moose is working their way up there. Like they're really but really also, trying to get there. But also, but also, but also, peak DK complaining. I think we can agree was actually kind of justified because it actually was impossible for them to do anything about Mystic and Striker. Yeah, it's just that they they transferred that over to they can't do anything to anybody. That's where things got a little out of hand. Tot Thorson says, I honestly don't get this mindset people have. It's been like this since the start of the game as well. If a class has some obvious issues with skills and they complain it in a good way, the replies usually go like, quote, my blank, insert class, have that slash similar issue as well and worse. Hence, your class shouldn't complain and try to get it fixed. It's baffling and toxic in all honesty. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I mean, I, I agree with that completely. Whereas, like, if someone feels like they have an issue with their kit, 
Like, for example, if a, if a tamer goes, dude, it really feels like all we can do in Node War and Siege is alt. Like, this, I, I really wish they would buff tamer. And then a, a Zerker comes in, like, all we do is fucking alt too. Like, stop fucking complaining. At least you guys can blank, you know, whatever. It's just like, yeah, I mean, maybe they need to fix both, but it doesn't really take away from the fact that the tamer wants their shit fixed is valid, you know? That's um, not really the game, though. It's just kind of people in general. Yeah, it's people in general. And also, it's kind of like... Uh, I mean, there's there's arguments to be made, right? Like, you, you have to... You use other classes as comparison and analogies for a reason. Because it's like how you kind of build an argument. But there is some people that go all overboard. Um, the Musassin says, I dislike tamers a lot. Still hate Guardian more. For tamers, my issue with them is that if you manage to CC a tamer... That damn pet comes and CCs you, your fucks your whole combo. If the tamer gets CC'd, your pet should get CC'd as well, or it can still attack and do damage, but it shouldn't be able to CC you. Yeah, I think that's what uh, Feels Tamer Man was saying. That the pet, he even he didn't like it. Dude, I, I've known this forever, that like even tamers don't really like that the pet CCs people randomly. Yeah. Because it's kind of weird. Uh... Damn soap ads. <laughs> Lost Soul says, Damn soap ads. Going for pen makes me want to quit the game daily. 180 stack, cron like 17 times now. I love it when YouTube shows me people hitting a uh, pen on 100 stack. <laughs> uh, the Awkward Ninja says, It is 10 on every class according to the patch notes way back when. Yeah, yeah. Um, pet classes should have an extra 4 for pet. And for some reason, Wizard and Witch get a bonus 1 on the fake pet on top of the 4 from Red Orb. But, you know, is just what it is supposed to be. Yeah, I think we, uh, I think, uh, Phil's Tamerman was saying that it's seven plus three or whatever for the, I, I can't remember what the math was exactly they were saying, but it's, it's literally just a flat 10 aggro limit on every class. And then some classes with a pet, it goes a little bit over. Uh, I'm pretty sure Tamer is actually supposed to still be 14 if your pet is out, if, if I'm not mistaken. But, yeah. Used to be seven, then they changed it to ten on everybody. Um, and I think that did two things. It brought, it kind of equalized trash per hour a little bit across classes because before it was like, like Sorks would get so much extra trash because the the disc used to aggro more and bring them beyond like what other people could do and so on. So um, the Awkward Ninja also says TLDR fix the hit stun during SA. It probably adds horrible lag and desync, and it sucks. Tamer, Zerker, Striker, and Mystic with aerial st self-stuns during SA. For Mystic, it is leg drop. Or, uh, Striker, it is leg drop. Mystic, Sea Burial. Tamer, Cloud Riding. Zerker gets double-dicked with Predatory Leap and Giant Leap. Wizard had a problem with this while descending with TP, and it actually got fixed a long time ago, and Sorkit got fixed. Yeah. I still contest they should just remove all animation entirely unless you fall from a fucking skyscraper. Agreed. No all-powerful magical being it falls from fucking two feet and starts flailing their hands. Would never happen. Um, Conan uh, says, All the memories from back in Eden uh, and early server merge. I was an alloy back then, and I remember fighting you guys. Uh, Medir, the GM, ended up quitting and disbanded the guild a few weeks post-server merge. The majority of alloy's strong member actually went to Vision. I still see some of the names in Snake today. Good fight only came... Uh, many months later. Uh, I remember Alloy. I do not, dude. I don't remember any of these guilds. 
My first guild ever was Butt Chuggas. Uh, little known fact. I got invited to a guild while I was grinding Saucens, and I didn't understand the interface, and I accepted the invite, not knowing. I actually didn't know I got into the guild. And the next day, I was like looking at my guild. I like pressed the G thing. I was like, oh shit, I have like a guild chat. And the guild's name was actually uh, Butt Chuggas. So yeah. Butt Chuggas. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> My Pretty first guild was uh my first guild was named Oblivion. So uh, Mado- oh Pretty edgy. Yeah, Oblivion. Madoshi asked what what guild were you in uh, on Eden? Oh I wasn't in Eden. I played on Uno. He was an Uno guy. Uh so I had the joy of being uh dominated by barcode for a year and a half, two years, however long it was. The good old days. I remember barcode. Coleco's the spellweaver says, <laughs> hmm, I don't know. I still think using purified water on yourself to unsummon the pet when it attacks you is the most balanced change we can do. Um, Yeah, I agree. Zero H uh, says, for those who want to fight higher gear people with lower gear, roll succession mystic. I'm 275, 324, and I get out-traded to death or half-comboed by a Trial Succession Mystic while it takes me a full combo to kill one. LOL. No, this is not exaggerated. Dude, Mystic's e-buff. I know no Mystic wants to hear it, but that e-buff is probably overpowered. Not saying there aren't others that are overpowered as well, but goddamn. You ever read the Mystic e-buff, Rez? Oh, did we lose Rez? Rezzy, Rezzy? Oh, he's bio. Um, I'm going to read this real quick for everyone. It's, it'll be fun. Here we go. Let me swap to my Mystic real quick. Read it live on the show. I, I'm not saying for sure it should be nerfed, but it should. I think we should. It's fair to ask questions. That's all I'm saying. I think it's totally valid to ask questions about this e-buff. All right. Here we go. Mystic e-buff. You ready? HP recovery, instantly you get 500 HP back. Recover 30 martial shards, so refills your shards to full. All AP plus 20 for 30 seconds. All DP plus 20 for 30 seconds. Attack speed plus 30 for 30 seconds. All accuracy plus 15 for 30 seconds. All evasion plus 15 for 30 seconds. That shit is fucking crazy. <laughs> we're, Rez, we're going over the, um, the Mystic e-buff. Okay, why? Have you seen how uh, how powerful it is? I have not. AP 20, DP 20, uh, attack speed 30%. They recover 500 HP instantly when using it. Uh, all evasion plus 15% and all accuracy plus 15% for 30 seconds. Let's go over the striker e-buff. Alright, striker e-buff. All HP 500, same as Mystic. All DP plus 50, so 30 more DP during the e-buff. Uh, than Mystic gets. Um, attack speed 30%, all resist 30%. Uh, not even close <laughs> to Mystics. Mystics yeah, is that's a bit yikes. fucking crazy, dude. I don't hate the Striker e-buff, but I feel like it at least should get all AP like plus 15 or something thrown in there. I don't know. Yeah. The... I still feel like Archer probably has the strongest debuff in the game. Archer's is nuts. The thing that's 
All right, so Archers is crazy because it just like literally hard counters everything. Like when when you pop it, it hard counters everything, so it's probably too strong. The thing is with Mystics is like it hard counters a gear set, which is fucking weird. It just like hard counters evasion. You imagine having right. a skill that just is like built to counter. I anyway. Um, the thing is, outside of, when you start talking about e-buffs, like you also have to separate like what are we talking about because if we're talking about large scale then probably witch and wizard debuff is still the most powerful because that's like i think what 20 ap to themselves and like i think like seven or nine people around them Mm -hmm. yeah i mean that's kind of insane um let's see uh Mick Louie Geeka says, Every montage video I see nowadays in Node Wars or Sieges are Guardian, Sorks, Ninja, and Kuno. Yeah. Well, the others are kind of boring to watch, dude. Would you watch a witch? Would you watch a witch <laughs> montage? I wouldn't. Um, actually, Jake... Uh, what's his name? Um, Jake Coons are actually kind of cool. If anyone's ever seen his, I, I like his videos. They're kind of funny. He he mixes in like actual PvP with like it being kind of funny. Um, he makes all those grind videos. Uh, let's see. Queso says, "No joke. You know how classes are getting awake balances. The buff from the global labs for rangers was literally C swap. Ranger love win. I actually don't understand that. It it wasn't actually just C swap that got buffed. Hold on. Let me bring this up here. I have a I thought it was kind of interesting that someone said that. Let me find this. Uh, we talked about it with... Was it this one? Yeah, with DeadGG. So I have the link here. Um, Ranger got... I think the translation was just like super poor, right? Or something. Let me find this. Where's the Ranger one? Ranger got a couple of little things. Oh, it's not even on this list, dude. How, how fantastic is that? This is great. <laughs> <laughs> uh wait where why is it not on here oh i'm blind here it is uh regeneration 15 percent more pve damage flow tempest uh now has a 15 second cooldown and has a down attack modifier that's something and ranger ranger pv is already pretty good awaken ranger pv is actually really good it it actually takes a lot of work so it's not like super easy but still pretty good um Elena Mar- Maria says, I agree with the Oasis gear. God, it's so good for alts as well. Um, Kongi Personal says, I'm kind of tired of your constant background shitting on Sork. Get Masilas on here for a talk like this. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> Small Dick stole your girl. Slows are way too strong in this game. They need to be nerfed and also not be able to be stacked. Yeah. Slows are pretty strong. And they're also not fun. I feel like getting slowed is just not a fun I think, mechanic. I think the stacking is just the worst. If it didn't stack, I feel like it would not be as much of an issue as it is. But it's the fact that, like, in a large-scale fight, you can get hit with, like, fucking 10 slows that bring you down to, like, your quickest ability is a goddamn brawl. It's just not fun. Yeah. Spitfire, holy shit, a tamer guest. I'm freaking psyched. Uh, yeah, dude, they're one in a million, man. 
This fucking tamers. <laughs> Rebel Lion says, damn, I listened to the whole history of Snake waiting for the guests to explain exactly at which point 70% of their members decided to start using Pinoy services to maintain their competitive uh, competitive advantage, and it never came. <laughs> Lame. And Whoa, then, uh, man. He we got, use the word pilot now. We, yeah, we use the word pilot here. That was very insensitive of you. And, um, <laughs> and then he got into it a little back and forth with some people about it, so... You know, is what it is. Uh, Sly Fox. Here's a question, Frosty. Yeah. Should people that use pilots be banned? Should accounts that use pilots be banned? Let's not get into the. Let's not get into the. The the. Oh, how do you figure it out? If they knew, if they knew for certain, people who piloted it and people who didn't, should the people who use pilots be banned? Uh, yes. And my thing is this, is like, I do feel like, yes, they should. However, if they didn't and instead just got like a temp ban or they announced that going forward, you would get banned. I'd be okay with that. I wouldn't be mad if they didn't. But in a perfect world for me personally, yeah, they would be banned. But that's probably just because I'm jealous. Just jealous. (laughs) Just jealous. Uh, Sly Fox Mystic says, in terms of the full grab animations thing, when you clearly fail a grab and it started after, uh, and it it started after the patch where they supposedly adjusted your character's location, server side to alleviate the effects of desync last year near the end of the year. Yeah, I think you're right. Actually, good memory on that. I remember that change and everyone wondering what it did. Now we know it made you, uh, it made it so you see a successful grab animation way more often, even though you failed your grab. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie White says, "Hey, been listening for a little over a month. Love the podcast. Hearing y'all slander Maywa on your podcast made me want to re-roll from Lawn to Baywa. Love the content. Heart. Hell yeah, dude. See, saving the server one Maywa at a time." <laughs> um, Austin Lassiter says, the Tamer pet being able to CC you by itself when the Tamer is down is kind of a unique part of the class. As much as I hate it I w- and want it to get the fuck out, there's got to be some sort of tell to keep the identity and make it fair. Um, I don't know. I-, I think there's a lot of other things that make that class pretty unique and identifiable. The Tamer automatic, yeah, the Tamer I'm... pet CCing you by itself is not helping that. It's just making people hate Tamers. Yeah, I, I, I just don't like it. Um, I know we've kind of gone down this road before, but RNG in PvP is not fun. It's not good. Uh, it's part of why I really have a hatred for card games, because there's just an innate RNG involved in card games, which is what you draw from your deck that you just there's no way for you to overcome. And I really despise that, that you can just kind of get fucked. So for this game to be, like, for this class, rather, to be, like, occasionally just straight-up winning fights because of this completely RNG thing is really annoying. Very, very annoying. You make your own destiny. Uh, Thomas Marty says, Wizard Meta is back. Good job, PA. Uh, Milo Lubin says, Keep it up, guys. And Kieran2029 says, E. He's spelling something on all of our podcasts. I don't know what it is, but one letter comment. Is he just saying the alphabet? Maybe. 
Because this came before, right? The tier list, so that would be yeah. E and F. Yeah, maybe it's just the alphabet. You may be on to something. We'll have to see in 20 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll know the full puzzle will be solved. Um, that is it for the podcast today. Is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I think that's basically everything. Uh, make sure you check out Nayashi. His Twitch is twitch.tv slash Nayashi underscore NA. Frosty at twitch.tv slash SoFrosty. Uh, if you're interested in supporting us, you can check out our Patreon link down below for some extra content, which we're going to be recording here after we stop the podcast. And it's going to be Patreon exclusive, basically. Uh, you can also get your name in the podcast starting next week, or sorry, this week. Uh, I'm going to be editing people's names into the podcast. So, as a as a as a thank you. Um, so yeah, that's something you're interested in. In then check that out. Rezar uh, works for his money, dude. He works for his money. Oh, another thing. I'm not making any guarantees. Let me get this out of the way first. I'm not making any guarantees, but. I am going to try to upload something on Wednesday, every Wednesday. I'm going to try. I'm going to desperately try. It's going to be YouTube only. It'll probably oftentimes involve uh, Nayashi and or Frosty uh, because I just kind of like doing things with them. Uh, going to try. We'll see. We'll see. This week, Nayashi finally got me. The fights that we did forever ago that I wanted to upload like two weeks ago. So this week it's going to be that. I'm going to be putting together some... Uh, we did... Was it first to ten that we did? Or was it best of something? I don't remember. We did, we did some first, amount of first fights. First to five. First to five, that's what it was. Okay, so we did a first to fives between three of us, like round robin style, basically. Uh, spoiler, Frosty came out on top. Um, Busted class, so I'm gonna be, yeah, gear carried, class carried, PC carried, internet carried, uh, you know, everything else. So I'm gonna be putting that up on Wednesday, hopefully. And then after that, I'm just gonna be trying to put something up. I just, I feel like I got so much time on my hands, I can put out more content for people. So, uh, yeah, no promises, but I'm gonna be trying to do that. So, Yep. Yeah, I think that's everything. Make sure you uh, you like the video, comment your thoughts on what we're talking about, and that's it. We'll catch you next week.